Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right, bow, sucker! Yeah! <laughs> bow down to your master! Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we are on Facebook, Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Congratulations, Robert Platt. <laughs> Tahlequah, Robbie, good old Roberto. Heard the cue, got qualified, now has a chance to go to New Orleans and see Guns N' Roses at Voodoo Woo! Fest. Not only that, oh, airfare, hotel, all that stuff. The spinning cash as well. The giveaway is a week from Friday at Inner Circle Downtown. It's all brought to you by Myers Duran Harley-Davidson. 48th and Peoria, Brookside. 
So we're getting more chances to qualify coming up every hour with us. We got tickets to BMMS Fast going down Friday, October 18th. The BOK Center from New Balance Wellness in Beeville. Listener emails, we've got to tell the truth. And if you want to hang out with us Friday in studio, all you got to do is go to the contest page, KMOD.com, or look for it on our Facebook page. Have listeners in studio, you get to see the wheel live, and you get to stuff your fat face with some Andalinis. I know I will be. Uh, Sam, how you feeling? Good. Good. We're glad you're here. Good. Um, trying to think of the thing that I had written down for today. Hmm. So there's a, as I'm getting older, I'm only 44. I'm not old, right? Yeah. <laughs> but as in the, especially in the last year, I've noticed this. I have to write things down more, right? Or else you'll forget. Yeah, I used to not have to do. And I'm not talking like you know big tasks, right? Like, hey, plan this event. Mm-hmm. It's go to the grocery store. Right. The Dub in a commercial. <laughs> it's the, one of the weirder, older things that I've started to have to do. Glasses, I don't feel is that weird. I was about to ask, like, as you've gotten older, what do you think you've know, What What's the progress of things? Because your glasses, you just got those I'm last not dying. Year. I know you're not dying. The progress of things. How much longer do we have, Corbin? Be honest. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> do you need to polish your resumes? <laughs> you got glasses, what was it, last year, right? Uh, two or, years ago. Two years ago. Okay, because you didn't used to have to wear glasses, and now you do. You got your bifocals. They were bifocals originally. When you got them originally. Okay, yes. Okay, so now, now, now your memory's slipping. So what's next? My memory isn't slipping. (laughs) You just said. I said I have to write things down to remember. That's not your memory slipping. Memory slipping is like, who are you? No, memory slipping is like, oh, I used to not have to write things down. Everybody (laughs) has memory slipping because how many times have we all walked into a room and go, why am I here? Absolutely. We're not, you know... Uh, immune to it, for sure. I'm just saying it happens even at all the ages. To me, memory slipping is like, what's your name? Mm. Who are you to me? I have to set alarms. Like for getting up? No, no, no. For like, for example, um, I wanted to talk to my friend Rebecca. She only has Sundays off that like our schedules align, and so I have to. I had to set an alarm to call her on Sunday because I w- otherwise I'm not going to remember. Right. I mean, that's the more modern way, I guess, to do it. Right? Is to <laughs> is to do a reminder. The the yesterday I was doing a repair on the toilet in our house. And I, I, it was like behind the bowl. I'm sorry, behind the tank, right? So I'm underneath, like my chest is laying on the uh, lid, mm-hmm. right? And I'm looking underneath and I cannot see it. <laughs> so uh, I have two pairs of glasses. I have these and then I have readers that I bought. So when I'm trying to do anything up close, take a screw out of a toy to replace a battery, <laughs> repair the to- like. It, it really bothered me. What is the what is the more dorky pair? Oh, the other one for sure. Are they because thicker? Because I, I can't see. It's only for up close, right? Mm-hmm. And they're they're stronger than they need to be because I don't want to have to hold a magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I wear them, I have to keep them down on my nose oh. so I can see out in front of me. Except when I'm doing stuff up close. Adorable. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. <laughs> like when I'm cutting my girl's fingernails. Mm-hmm. When uh, I'm taking screws out, like I said, if I'm trying to uh, read, like, super small print on instructions. Oh, my God, I'm old. I'm falling. Yeah. Get get me the button, man. (laughs) It's crazy. And I'm only 44. Like, that, I don't feel like that's old enough for those trigger points to be happening. 
No, you're right, man. You're right. My mom's always worn glasses, so I don't know, like, I couldn't tell you, like, when she had to get hers, if it was, like, around your age or whatever. But I feel, I feel my dad got them because he never really had to wear glasses. He didn't yeah. have to get his until, like, early 50s Yeah, when he had to so, start wearing them constantly. My dad, the same thing. I call asterisk on that because, mm-hmm. one, I don't think wearing glasses makes you old. Tons of people wear glasses at different ages, right? Right, right, right. Men typically will not go to the eye doctor like my dad mm. didn't until he was like, okay, I cannot see. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, my dad had to get hearing aids um, in his early 50s as well, mostly because he put them off. You know, he worked in loud industrial stuff, was in the Air Force and stuff like that, so his hearing was going out, but uh, one, just like that, you know, no, push it off, push it off, push one it off. One of my favorite dad stories is... Uh, after he got hearing aids driving home, he was like, what is that noise? <laughs> and could not figure it out. Eventually, it was the turn s- signal. Like, he had never heard. It, it had been forever since he heard it going. <laughs> Adorable. There's something wrong with the car. Right. What is that? We dragging something? Right. I'm dealing with. And here's another thing. I'm dealing with a roof leak in my house, right? Mm-hmm. And I've done all the things I'm supposed to do. They came out and did the uh, adjustment, right? Like to look, the adjuster came out and looked at it. And they're like, yeah, we can't find anything. <laughs> I'm like, mm, wait, damn it. <laughs> but there's a drip. <laughs> <laughs> it's not raining now, but there's a drip. I would be lying <laughs> if part of me didn't, like maybe 15% of me is like, well, maybe I didn't hear it. Maybe I didn't see it. Like, because mm-hmm. I went up in the attic. I saw the spots. Yeah. And they went up to the same attic and was like, no, there's nothing. Well, there's no spots. It's not raining. Right, right, right. So next time, okay, so here's what you do. Next time, when it rains, you go up there, you check for the drip. Yeah. And mark it with like a Sharpie or something. And be I like, did. Or, or okay. record it. Okay. Okay. Video. Listen, there you go. I, I did. That uh-huh. doesn't mean that it's <laughs> evident, right? Well, you still, you think yeah, you're Yeah, I able. got pictures. <laughs> I took pictures. You took pictures of, yeah. the, of the wet wood. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> did it squeeze uh-huh. more swollen? That what? happened? More swollen, yeah, please. <laughs> you would think with, with some kind only of only in the middle area, <laughs> some kind of uh, like drip or whatever, constant like that, they would be able to tell, okay, there has been water sitting here for you know at least a little while. Yeah, no, no, hmm. and that doesn't help designate where the leak is. True, true, because I mean, it could stop at the peak, roll down, here's your hole, and it's dripping right here when it's really. Up here. That, listen, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is they have me believing maybe I didn't see that none of that happened. <laughs> Another part of my, like, all right, well, I guess whatever you say, youngins. <laughs> Wonderful. Save me 10 grand. Awesome. Right. 10 grand. I ain't paying I don't know. Grand. I don't know how much a roof costs. I mean, it would cost maybe that much, but I ain't paying that. I've got insurance. Insurance. That's what yeah. you've got. Insurance. <laughs> that's why I got insurance. Jeez. I have my agent deal with that. <laughs> I was just sharing with you that, like, I feel like I'm getting old because now a bed and breakfast sounds nice when before. Going to a bed and breakfast? Yeah. That, like, now I feel like, oh, I must be getting old because that sounds like a wonderful weekend getaway. <laughs> have you ever been to a bed and breakfast ever? Because it sounds like something old people do. W- w- and what about it makes it sound like? Something old people do. I don't know. Just growing up, only old people would say that we're going to a bed and breakfast. <laughs> going to a B&B in the Hamptons. Yeah. It just seemed like a very like old person. I wake up at 6 a.m. and read the paper with my coffee. It just seemed like a very old person thing do to do. Do people do that? I've been to a bed and breakfast. I don't remember I, people sitting just... around eating scones and <laughs> yeah, that's drinking just... coffee and reading the sports page. Yeah. That's just what painted in my head my whole life. That's what I thought every 
old person did at a bed and breakfast, and then I saw an ad on Instagram for a B&B, and I was like, well, that looks delightful. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, really, a bed and breakfast is you're just room sharing. Is it? I've never been. Do they really actually bring you breakfast in your bed? No, you go to the kitchen oh, that's stupid. and Why eat at the dining room table. Then? Yeah, and you get your own room, right? You just you house a, share. It's a house sharing. Yeah, house right. share. You're a roommate. Yeah. For a weekend. For a weekend in these people's home. It's not like you could go out, I guess, and get blitzed and come home. And But usually they have like a door time. Right? Oh, God. Yeah. Curfews it, at 11. Rules on vacation. Yes. yes you're staying at someone's house. <laughs> no. You're staying at someone's house. Right. You could be that asshole roommate because everybody's got, when you have roommates, you have that asshole roommate that just parties all the time and yes. loud. You consider you know, it. And banging dishes around in the kitchen at four in the morning. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Who's the worst roommate between you and your brother? Oh, probably me, because I get up early, and I try to keep quiet, but sometimes, you know, let's just say you move the cup out of the dish rack, right, and then all the pots and pans fall and clank, clank, jangle everything. Oh, God, they fall. The what are you talking well, about? They, Why do they fall? They just, because everything's stacked up. We don't have a dishwasher, so we have that old school dish rack, the drying rack, you know what I'm talking about, and you have to, like, Jenga everything on there to get it to stay because when you have a giant load of dishes you don't want to fill up the dish rack dry and put them away do more dishes no so we yeah you could do that we could do that <laughs> but we can jenga everything up there right, and make no, it that's, stay yeah and then we definitely we'll can do that deal with that later and then you, you try to pull that one coffee cup out and then god when not having a dishwasher is the worst tell me about it that is the worst I just felt bad for you. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't feel bad for him at all. The man literally jingles the dishes to make it worse. <laughs> when he could he's just like, keep uh, the... When he's, no, my problem. He is the dishwasher, one. <laughs> right. Two, he could keep the coffee cup out knowing he's going to need it in the morning. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But that'd be dirty. Planning you know and logistics. No, yeah. I mean, after you're pull doing a clean it... cup down. Okay, yeah. Right. yeah. Before gonna, 2 o'clock in the morning or whatever game time is for you. Yeah, right. Of that <laughs> pre-planning it's, it's not a bad idea most of the time well yeah. i mean it's not his problem he's not the one getting woken up at two true absolutely in the i'm already awake yeah. so who cares yeah uh i remember not having a dishwasher it did suck it yeah. was not fun and then whenever cornflake and i lived together we didn't have a dishwasher and then moving into a place with a dishwasher it was like oh, oh yeah like the biggest difference I'll in the world. I'll never go back. I'll never go backwards. <laughs> I can say that. 44, I'm never going back to not having a dishwasher. Short of an apocalyptic event. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. No way. It's it's super important. I will walk from an apartment. I don't care. <laughs> I'll live on the street. I am not going to have a dishwasher. That's nuts. insane. That's insane. I'm not. And here's the crazy part too: is just because you own a dishwasher doesn't mean you don't do dishes. We do dishes in our house. Yeah, you just do sink. dishes and then put them in the dishwasher. No, no, <laughs> that makes no sense. You wash the dishes before you wash the. Yeah, dishes. you do. No, no. I'm telling you, we still do some dishes because you might not get all the dishes in the sink or in the dishwasher. Mm. Right. When you right. have more than two people. Yeah. They might not all fit. Fills up quick. Yeah. Right. Or a pan that doesn't go in the dishwasher. Right. As opposed to doing two or three loads of dishes, you know, and spending your whole evening doing dishes. Yeah, you just 
You should get, get your brother a dishwasher for Christmas. I thought about it. That I did, would be I the did, best uh, present ever. I looked on the uh, Facebook marketplace for like those portable dishwashers, you know what I'm talking about? They just kind of roll around the kitchen and you hook up to yeah. the uh, sink or whatever. Yeah. I thought about that and I did find one for like 100 bucks or whatever, but uh, I guess she sold it. She's like, ah, I've got a sale pending, but if it doesn't go through, it's yours. One of my favorite uh, lines to ever say. I got a guy. I got a guy. Everybody's got a guy. I got a guy. <laughs> I'll tell you off air because nice. I'm not going to promote this guy on the air. Nice. But I, I got a guy. I like that idea. It's He's a guy for like when you don't want to buy a brand new stove mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you don't want to buy a brand new refrigerator. <laughs> right. It's got a small dent on him where it fell off yeah. the truck. <laughs> he, that's what he does. He goes and buys like ones that don't work and yeah. then he repairs them and sells them. Right. That's a, a brilliant business. Yeah. You know, because people will just throw away whatever because it stopped yep. working. Yep. Oh, my my washer stopped yep. spinning or whatever. So let's just ditch it and buy a new one. All he had to do was replace the module. Yeah. it's That's his side hustle. So he drives around, and when he sees them on the side of the road, he picks them up. Hell yeah. Takes them home, and if they don't work, he then takes them apart, inventories parts. Mm-hmm. So he's got parts. He, people also come to him for parts. Nice. Like, he's, he's a mad scientist. Uh, you, uh... You got a compressor for a 1953 Frigidaire? Right. <laughs> I bet you I do. Right. It's just I don't go, over here. I don't go to his house because <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> right. But Appliance parts everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I love when people are like, hey, I got a guy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Everybody's got a guy for something. Oh, yeah. There's somebody in this building that's notorious for always having a guy. Yeah? Uh, no matter what it is. You're like, ah, my back hurt. I got a guy. Now, are his people good, though? That's the thing. Have you ever utilized this person's guy? So we've got tickets for Flight 666, (laughs) and we're qualifying for Flight 666. Uh, Yeah, Uh, tickets to BMS Fest, and what were you saying? I'm sorry. Uh, Damn, yes. (laughs) But can you really have a guy that's good at everything? Like, if you have a whole team, you've got one guy that's actually good. It's it's a plural statement. Mm Mm-hmm. For this person, it's a plural statement, but you say it as a possessive, like an individual, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because the topic being car repair or refrigerator repair, you're like, I got a guy. Mm -hmm. Right. You don't go, I have guys. Like, you want to buy a watch? (laughs) I got guys. I got guys. Tall ones, skinny ones, fat ones. We got them all. Guys, guys, guys. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll have uh, news quickies. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then... What you want to say to 82945. News quickies are stories you may have missed in the news. We cover them here and put the link on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Kimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 BMOD. Vegan claims sausage roll traumatized her for life. So this 20-year-old Charlene Narudin, she um, was served a pork sausage roll that she thought was meat-free. And so she took a bite 
and then said she immediately broke down, started having heart palpitations once she realized that it wasn't a vegan sausage roll and it was actually containing meat. She got it from the bakery chain Greg's in England. And she said, I haven't had meat in two years. My belly started hurting and my heart started going crazy. I was panicking and that settled down. And that only happens when I consume meat. This doesn't happen when I have any other food. I am now traumatized for life. I'm never going to go to that store again. She returned to the bakery and the manager offered a $2 refund and she did not take it. She then called the bakery's customer service hotline and was offered a $36 voucher. What? But she, that wasn't good enough either. She wanted a public apology. She said, I was asking for a public apology to make people aware that they should watch out for things like this. People can be allergic to pork and potentially die from such a stupid mistake. It's my choice not to consume meat because it causes cancer. That choice had been taken away from me. I didn't, I'm not, I'm, a, I'm not aware of a pork allergy where it kills you. <laughs> I'm aware of a pork either. allergy where you have some side effects like you know, the sniffles, but I'm not aware of a pork allergy like, you know, a peanut allergy where you could die. Right, where you going to have your EpiPen because you had a little sausage? I'm sure there are, right? I'm sure there are, but not like as common as... A peanut you, allergy. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So so she uh, she ordered the roll, right, mm-hmm. and ate it thinking it was a veggie roll, right? Vegetarian, vegan roll, whatever, right? Yes. Um, it was meatless. So did 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 is it just a picture and she just point to it because most times on a menu it's like here it is and it's labeled out, you know, vegan roll or pork roll, right, or meatless or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting. It, it didn't say. But Maybe I mean, I'm sure like the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's possible. Or it got put in the wrong line, like whatever, right? Because yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys know those accidents happen. Right, but, right. So these are the big eight allergies. These are the most like people know, right? Mm-hmm. Milk, eggs, fish, shellfish, tree nuts, peanuts, wheat, and soybeans. Okay, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are others that you might not know that people have allergies to. Red meat. Okay. Yes, I've heard that. And that does include pork and lamb. If it's rare, by the way, that's not <laughs> a lot of people can get sick if you have rare pork or rare lamb. Yeah, you're not supposed to eat that stuff. Not rare. pork. Not pork it gives you worms. Yeah. Sesame seeds, avocados, marshmallows. You what? poor people. Oh Corn, mangoes, dried fruit, hot dogs. Not Sam. So the thing that <laughs> to me, I, wait, why would regular fruit not you? You wouldn't be allergic to, but if it's dried, then you would be. Uh, the sulfites. Like sulfur dioxide that's used in it to okay. c- keep it dry. Mm, okay. Mm, okay. No raisins for you? <laughs> <laughs> Just grapes. <laughs> Just grapes. Just dried plums. <laughs> Nature's candy. <laughs> uh, burglar gets off with a 12-inch vibrator. This happens in North Carolina where a 38-year-old gal had her house broken into. So she calls the cops and she's filling out the report. Apparently, uh, this burglar made off with several pieces of jewelry, some change, a rare coin, an Amazon fire stick, a makeup bag, a book bag, and a 12-inch vibrating A book wand. bag. Stop. <laughs> Who cares that you don't have anything to carry your organic coffee beans out of Whole Foods <laughs> right, with? Right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, so they say the vibrator's worth about 30 bucks, but altogether, the, the thief made out with about $450 worth of items, and that if apprehended, they could face larceny and B&E charges if they're ever 
caught. The that's person not, is still on the land. Okay, that's something like this happened to also be in the bag. You don't go steal someone's vibrator. Right. That's what I was wondering. Right. Like You what? clear the dresser top. Yeah. Right. You, and put it in the book bag with the worm on the side. That's not something you get used. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I don't think a pawn shop will take it. I could be wrong. I've never, I've never tried to go to a pawn shop with a dildo or a vibrator. I don't know. I'll give you uh, four dollars for it. <laughs> I've no got an way. expert. I've got a friend that can look at it right. and tell you how much. It's There's worth. no batteries in it. I can't tell if it works or not. <laughs> high school football player lifts car off someone and saves his life. This 16 year old boy plays high school football and was doing yard work for his mom. He heard people screaming from the neighbor's house. Turns out the guy who lives next door was working on his car when it fell and landed right on top of him. The man was pinned underneath, so this football player runs over, reaches under the 3,000-pound car, and lifted it just enough for someone to pull the guy out. Wow. His neighbor ended up with a few broken ribs. He's going to be okay. Doctors told him he wouldn't have made it much longer. The kid says he's not sure where the burst of strength came from, but he was thinking of his dad, who recently passed away when he did it. He said he didn't want the guy's kids to lose their dad like he lost his. Oh, that is amazing. Oh, what a good <laughs> so buddy. He dug in, so, so he dug in deep and did everything he could to lift the car off the guy. That's wonderful. And now he's got a hernia. Right. And now he can't play because he hurt his pinky oh, when he lifted wow. the car. What kind of car? Oh, a 3,000 pound is what you say? Mm. Uh, I'm going to say it's, uh, you said it was an older man that was working on it? Yeah, I'm gonna say it just said a man. It didn't okay. say. Uh, I'm just. I mean, older it. than 16. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna say he's working on a Buick, like a '93 Skylark. Okay. All right, I'm gonna say a 2001 Ford Focus. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, They're no. small, like cars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, it just said Volkswagen is what it was. Okay. Oh, okay. The guy was working on his Volkswagen car. A Beetle or a. Or a Jetta. Right, it's like a little roller skate Jetta. car. Right, it ain't <laughs> doesn't nothing. matter, man. Hike the Appalachian Trail right. as long as you lift a car off somebody. You're absolutely <laughs> He right. forever can say he lifted a car off somebody. I'm a hero. Right. Is that hot? If you're a high school girl, is that hot? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> now, is if you're a high school guy, is it hot if high school girl lifts the car off the dude. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Be like, you were so strong. Yeah. My mom's strength. Yeah. Me. I've always been attracted to strong women, so not like physically strong, but <laughs> right, right, strong right. women. So at that age, I would have been like, yeah, that's all strong to me, so that makes sense. I've always wanted a girl to bench me. <laughs> bench. bench. Bench me. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. These stories are on our Facebook page. Don't go anywhere. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Bad Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Another chance to get qualified for Flight 666 to Voodoo Fest coming up on the line right now from 14 to 30. The buzz is Pop. Good morning, Pop. That's the devil's number. It is. Well, that's what happens when you're in uh, New Orleans. At Voodoo Fest, you get a little crazy, like the devil. Ooh. Uh, speaking of the devil, some people in the NFL think uh, this certain player on the Raiders is a devil. <laughs> he's done. So, he's been known as one of the dirtiest players in the NFL, and he had a hit on a player on Sunday who was, as he was getting up, he hit the player again really violently. 
It wasn't the most violent hit of the day. Like but just to be a dick? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, if the guy's already down and he hits him when he's getting up, that's a total dick move. I don't like using that statement in mm-hmm. football because you're literally your job is to smash the hell out of somebody. Absolutely. So your your whole point you have to be a jerk of the whole, nobody's cordial <laughs> out on the field. Yeah, but if you're already you down rules. and you're getting up and it's like yeah, stay down, it's bitch. not within the rules. <laughs> it's not what I said, but everybody's supposed to be somewhat of a jerk yeah. out there. But you uh, have to play within the structure and the frame of the game yeah. under under 2019 guidelines and rules. And Vontez Perfect has not done that his entire length of his career, period. Yeah, There are multiple examples of him doing this over and over and over again. He's been fined or suspended 13 times in his career yeah. for this. The amount and of I, money he's been fined yeah. is ridiculous. It's it's disgusting. That's another that's another gross gross hit. The player's down on one knee essentially. Perfect comes flying through, launches himself like a missile with head-to-head contact and kick his ass out of the game. And there are a lot of people and a lot of players that have no problem with kicking his ass out of the game, not only for the rest of this year, but forever. Now, will that ultimately happen? Probably not. He'll probably appeal since he's suspended now for the rest of the year. Maybe he'll get some of those games reduced. But if if you the thing that players have to be worried about is you take your livelihood and not only put it in your own hands, but you put it in the hands of a lot of other players as well. This guy has shown that he has no respect for the game, no respect for himself, so and clearly no respect for any other player. He's constantly putting people in harm's way. So I'm sorry, you gots to go, at yeah, least for a year. Yeah. And there's a, pro, there's a part of this that tells me that, hey, man, if this will be fine 14 for you, and it's finally gotten to a point where the NFL says enough is enough, past history played into this decision, I want to say maybe if it's me by fine five or six, maybe I'm starting to get the message. Dude's 29. He's not a rookie. If he hasn't learned by now, he's not going to. He's a bad person on the field. And you can be a bad person on the field but still play within the in the rules. He has never done that the entire time he's been in the league. I wonder, though, if it is worth exploring in the NFL when guys are not great people that the team, after so many infractions, starts getting fined as well because that otherwise you're going to get another team picking up this player and encouraging the behavior. It's not like he was told to stop doing it. It's not like the, the or a team could stop him from doing it, but they're at least not going to hire him. I think, and and hopefully, and I could be completely naive on this, but I think we're getting to the point in the league where teams like this will see and know now, well, if that hit cost him an entire year, then why am I going to risk bringing in an absolute nut job? Because we're already limited in what we can do position-wise. The Raiders are screwed now. They already had problems at, at middle linebacker. I'd be real problems with depth where they were having to pull guys off the practice squad, try to go find free agents that's that's somewhere that's on their couch, basically. Now they have another one. So why would you want to hire this guy if you're another team, knowing that any little outburst from him could cost you the season? I think we're to that point now with Vontez where he may not get another opportunity 
and if he does, it'll be for so little amount of money on this, and they'll probably take all the rest of his money away if he does get in trouble. I think with this guy, we're to that point. Now, to other guys, maybe there's something to what Corbin's saying, but, man, with Montez, I don't know if anyone would, would take the risk of bringing him back. Well, here's what you do. It'll solve all the problems. It'll solve Put him this. in timeout. Well, no, no, no. It'll solve the concussion problem. It'll solve all of it. Just change it to flag football. Boom. Yeah, problem that sounds solved. horrible. Uh, uh I'm sorry. Uh, Pop's boy, Richard Sherman, had a take on it online on Twitter saying how this is just the way the league is now and how wussy it is. And in the old days, I'm not even kidding. He <laughs> oh, said that. And that. Yeah, that's fine. Listen, that's sh- fine. He should shut up. Put on a leather helmet and shut up. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But his point, but his point is correct. In uh, this would have been celebrated back in the day, in the 70s, in the 80s. It's not like he was I defending would, him, though. I would have gotten a video from my sport magazine or football digest or sports illustrated how many ever subscriptions i had back in the day of greatest football hits where guys are essentially getting maimed out on the field where guys are getting potentially paralyzed that's why guys like earl campbell can't walk anymore you you really want to have like a, a sobering reality go look at some of those old guys that played in the 70s that their life is miserable now because yeah. of the sport that they played in that's we're not doing that anymore i think so, the, i think the problem I'm, for I'm, me though is that the inconsistency of the league because you got this crazy hit on Josh Allen over the weekend and he nothing he got a concussion went out of the game he's on protocol might not even play this weekend and he that guy didn't get fined at all and that was a helmet to helmet hit not as Violent as uh, the one from the Raiders, but still violent nonetheless. And it didn't get, there's no consistency with the policy. Well, it, consistency is one thing, but you're, you're never going to take big hits out of this game, period. And I think people fall, sometimes fall into this trap of, well, you know, they're trying to make it soft. Football is not soft. No. It's not soft sure. by any means. Go go to a live game and you will see some of the biggest individuals you've ever seen in your life that are smashing into each other violently. You're not going to remove that part of it at all. Now, should have Jonathan Jones been ejected for that hit? Probably so. And yes, we have to get better at it. But the NFL is by far safer than what it has been even five years ago. So yes, everything's trying to catch up with it. But I'm sorry, your past history with Montez plays a very pivotal role in this. Sure, but to deter it in the future, I don't know if this is going to deter people because everybody's going to go, well, he's not as bad as him. And and I'm not a big fan of the statement of, listen, it's safer than it's ever been. It is. I agree, but people are still getting crazy hits that cause concussions that may create problems down the line, which is what they're trying to avoid. The bottom line, the NFL on the on the corporate side of it cannot figure this out they're not sure what to do and so they're only doing the visibly dangerous one like the super super dangerous ones but it's also a fine line that the league is walking because you start kicking everyone out of the game and by the way the the referee in that game said that that hit on on uh the bills quarterback on josh allen did not quote rise to the level of the league standard for a disqualification whatever the hell that that then means. he had sunglasses it, on because it, 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 it didn't fit their <laughs> didn't fit their specific rules in that but the league also has to walk a fine line because you start kicking everyone out of the game uh for for ticky tack or what is deemed to be ticky tack and and then then what happens remember two years ago when everyone was bitching about ah this sucks i'm not gonna watch this anymore so the league has a very fine line to walk on this yeah, I, it, I get it. They're stuck in a tough place. How do you protect these players and avoid the future problems? 
And how do you yeah. keep a game that is exciting and violent? Because that's I, what it is. They want people want to see a violent course. game. Of course they do. But how yeah. do you make it violent still and safe? Release, Those two words can't be in the same hands. sentence. You can't. Technology has improved immensely in the helmet. They're continuing to find new ways each and every single day where they help and or they feel like that it can at least take away part of the threat. You know, most of we're sitting here talking about just concussions in games or head injuries in games. Most of these occur in practice. So I don't know if you've seen it, but they have that soft shell that they put on the on the outside of their helmet now that a lot of teams are using, especially in college. They feel like that that has reduced concussions, you know, by a very large percent. So little things here or there. By the way, I was just looking down the fine list of Vontez Perfect. Back in the day, he got fined $10,000 for striking a player in the groin. Yeah. Yeah, he was know, dirty. Right? He was God, the dirtiest player what in football. A savage. $75,000 for stomping on someone's leg. Yeah. <laughs> in the field. In his career, though. I heard yesterday, and in his career, he had over a half a million dollars in fines. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one's going to cost him about three mil when it's all said and done. Damn. With roster bonuses, taking away his paycheck for the rest of the year. Um, and then he had some other bonuses that were that were tapped in for like a uh, certain amount of time that he played. So yeah, about three million dollars this year for this guy, and and the league has had enough, and so have the other players. Now the players' association will still have their say on this because they will appeal, but we'll wait and see. Hey, there is baseball tonight. Uh, the first game of the playoffs, well, wild card uh, winner moves on it, tonight. It's the Washington Nationals and the Milwaukee Brewers uh, live from D.C. And that's on TBS, by the way, 7 o'clock start. That's Paul Wall Sports, Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. All right, stupid corporate cram down right now. They're forcing us to take a 30-second break. But we'll be right back, so don't go anywhere. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Qualifying people for flight 666 to Voodoo Fest in New Orleans. And Brittany Cox of Salina heard the cue. And now Brittany could be on her way. She might be set to go to New Orleans for Voodoo Fest. She's got a win, though. And that contest is happening a week from Friday at Inner Circle Vodka Bar downtown. Uh, and more chances to get qualified and it's coming up. Um, so there's two crazy crime stories happening right now. One of them is the trial for that police officer that went into the wrong apartment mm -hmm. down in Dallas and shot that guy and, uh, who was unarmed, was in their own home, was like, this is weird. Mm -hmm. What are you doing here? And then the officer shot, uh, and she was, she's clearly distraught over it. She's clearly not okay with it. Yeah. Well, they, yesterday it was announced and maybe it changed, but it was announced that she can be uh, use the stand your ground defense. 
Really? Even though it wasn't her house? Yes. How about How? that? How? Well, uh, hmm, because, I mean, if you're thinking about it, stand your ground. Well, don't you think that would apply, imply, like, at least a, a 10-foot radius around you? Yeah, hmm. but if you go into somebody's house... Mm-hmm. How are you standing your ground by shooting them? Because you are threatened, right? You feel threatened. But you're on but, their property. Okay. I you're putting yourself in that threat. Okay. It was the homeowner that shot the per. Well, you know, they shot the homeowner or whatever. I, I guess I heard it wrong. I thought it was another random stranger. They went in the house and another stranger comes in and da-da-da-da. Boom, you did. Yeah, she went into the wrong house. Okay. Apartment is mm-hmm. what it was. Mm-hmm. And thought she was in her apartment. Thought there was an intruder. Thought uh-huh. the intruder was pulling a weapon. None of those things were happening because she was... Uh, sleep deprived or whatever mm-hmm. the defense was and shot and killed him. Yeah, those are all your mistakes. Yeah, how do you how do you get in the wrong apartment? I mean The judge has said that the jury can consider the uh castle doctrine in the murder case against her. Against the woman of Amber uh Geiger. Cause after what? she mistakenly entered the apartment and killed a twenty six year old man. Because in her frame of mind, she thought it was her house and that guy was an intruder? According to the ex- explanation, the legal notion that your home is your castle and you have the right to use lethal force to defend your home and not retreat, a number of states have enshri- uh, enshrined the castle doctrine into statutory law, sometimes with slightly different guidelines for when deadly force can be used. In other states, stand your ground measures extend self-defense protections to any place a person has a legal right to be, including their home. She was indicted for murder in September last year. They started deliberating Monday and were instructed to find whether she's guilty of murder, manslaughter, or neither. Prosecutors objected to applying the castle doctrine because she was in the guy's home, not the other way around, but the judge allowed it. And the defense leaned on it. Defense attorneys argue it's reasonable that she thought she was in her home and that it was a mistake for any ordinary person that would make it in such a situation, be in such the situation. Mm. Yeah, but that's not what the situation was. You weren't in your home. <laughs> yeah, but in her mind, she was. But that, because one believes something <laughs> in society does not make something a fact in a defense. Well, and like that's weird to me. It seems slippery because that just seems like a defense anybody could use at any time. Be like, oh, I thought I was at my house. Sorry. Mm. Defense attorneys are saying it's reasonable to think that she was acting in self defense. Okay. Because she was under the assumption she was in her home. Again, that's your mistake. You weren't in your home. You were sleep deprived. Whatever, whatever all the other X factors were, doesn't matter. That doesn't make. You in your home, so you weren't standing your ground. You made the mistake, so therefore it is murder. How did she get into the... I'm not clear how she got into the apartment. That's where I'm at, because most people lock their doors, and there is no way that they they happen to have the same key pattern. No, I I thought that the door was open. Just wide open? So once, well, okay. just unlocked. Okay. Yeah, that's. I think that's what I remember. Does it say when it happened, like time of day? Was it? It was at night. It was at nighttime. Mm-hmm. So, so most of the time, you go to bed, you lock your door. Not even in small towns anymore do they leave the doors unlocked. But I mean, it's his house to leave unlocked if he wants to. It shouldn't mean that someone could should walk in and be able to shoot you. You're right. You're absolutely right. I'm not trying to justify her in any means at all whatsoever. I'm I'm still flabbergasted as to how the hell she got in. She was even on the wrong floor. 
Right. It was where her apartment was in conjunction, like two down from the elevator or whatever. Right, right. But it was clear she was on the wrong floor. They were arguing that there were multiple signs she was on the wrong floor and the wrong apartment, including a skylight, a neighbor's, neighbor's decorative planner, uh, the mm-hmm. guy's red doormat, and just clear differences in hallways. Right. And you got to think of like on the inside of the apartment, right? Because not everybody has their furniture set the same way. So when you're walking into your house, you know how the layout is. You could pretty well walk through your house blindfolded and make it around. And you know what your house is going to smell like. Yeah. You know, you know you're, you're going to know that first step you take in your door, whether that's on a carpet or a wood floor, like you know all these little nuances of your house. Right. If she's got a dog, you know that dog is usually there at the door greeting, you know, mm-hmm. or cat, pet, whatever, you know. Well, that's not there. What the hell is something doesn't seem her pal? And again, like that is her own mistake that she made of being on the wrong floor. I don't think that makes it not murder. There is the def- the prosecutors are saying that uh, she has the right to shoot a person under the castle doctrine if someone's intruding into her home. But now it's being used where the intruder is shooting the homeowner. Mm-hmm. All because she thought. Because she was, she was under the assumption. It protects homeowners against intruders. Uh, the intruder is now using it against the homeowner. This law is not in place for her. It's in place for the for the person that died. Yeah. That was killed. I mean, I guess as your defense attorney, you're just trying anything sure. that can help make it stick, especially because this case has so many... Uh, I mean, it's a huge case, so there's some notoriety involved in it, but that makes... Absolutely zero sense. They argued that it didn't meet two of the standards, that her use of deadly force was, quote, immediately necessary, because it was unclear if he had a weapon or anything. Mm -hmm. And she had no other alternative and no need to employ deadly force for and had to use deadly force for protection. Their argument being is she had her phone and she had a police radio. Mm -hmm. So she had two other means that are the boxes that need to be checked for the Castle Doctrine to be useful and was she drinking i i thought i read something that she was intoxicated or uh altered in a state but yeah, they're saying that's sleep thought. deprived that's what that I, article I, says sleep deprived well she, because of that oh, okay like because she, of her intoxication no 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 like she had been working a long shift or had a night long night the night before or something why is she out drinking with her belt on and in a police uniform. Right. There's a couple of texts here that bring a, a good point. Okay. Um, I'm not, I'm, uh, and argue that she's not, uh, not any normal person. She's a police officer, whether or not on duty. They're supposed to be the best of us with the best judgment. Uh, she's supposed to be trained to be calm and level-headed in all situations. So where's the training in that? I agree True. that there's yeah. a different standard yeah. that you're held to because you're a police mm-hmm. officer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I... Again, even if she wasn't a police officer, you're still breaking into somebody's house yeah. to shoot them. Oh, yeah, right. absolutely. But their argument being is they shouldn't be held to, like, the UNI rule. Right. It should be a higher standard yeah. because they've had the training. They're supposed right. to remain calm in those situations. I wonder if the argument is is that she was at home and so her guard wasn't as heightened. Ooh. Because she wasn't but on she, duty. And she wasn't at home. She was in somebody else's home. No, she, but, <laughs> right, but she the argument she of her thinking she was at home is, mm-hmm. is fair. Like, in, oh, in that okay. regard, that her guard was down. Probably the moment she pulled into her house, mm-hmm. into her driveway, she was like, all right, I can. Whew. Right. Though I know a police officer never is not on duty. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Yeah, that's just not a switch that you flip off once you pull in the driveway. And we feel that same way, like when you pull into your driveway or I pull into my neighborhood or wherever Gimpy pulls down the road. Anyone does, regardless (laughs) of what they do. Yeah, sleep under a bridge. No, I I just meant. You're in your safety security (laughs) area. You're like, I'm I'm home. I can relax a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You let your guard down a Mm -hmm. little bit. Right. When I'm at home, I don't go, where's the nearest exit? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. I think is what the point Sam's trying to make. Yeah. I don't go, oh, who's that person? Right? Because I'm at my home. Right. You're not expecting that. It's your house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Someone texts in. First time I heard the story when she was drunk. Uh, And someone saying sleep deprived is is very dangerous. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. It's got to be they're reaching for anything. I would agree with that statement right there. Anything that we can to... uh, uh, defend this person. And I'm sure when you're sleep deprived on top of being drunk, that that makes it that much, you're that much more incoherent. This says the resident heard her trying to open his door, so he opened it to see what was going on. She saw him in, quote, her apartment, shot him. At point blank range? Wow. I feel like if I open the door, you see, you know I'm, you're like, whoa. True that. But and it'd be a strange, if you think yeah. it's your apartment and it's a stranger. Mm-hmm. But here's the that deal, would be though. that gut reaction that Gimpy was talking about that would just happen instantly. So with, with that though, I mean, it's her neighbor. It's her neighbor, somebody that lives in the same apartment complex. Anyway, you would think you'd be able to recognize. No, no, two floors down. No way. You don't no, think? No way. No. Mm. If I mean, I see people taking out their trash or working in the yard or whatever. If they opened my door, I wouldn't know who they are. Okay. And like when I lived in the in military housing, there was eighteen floors, mm-hmm. and so I don't know how many, how tall this building is, or how big the floors are, or how many people are, are on a floor. But mm. I didn't know the neighbors that were down the hall for me. Mm. Too many people. Yeah, this is somebody pointed this out, and I forgot. This is a pretty juicy detail. Uh, she was sexting with a coworker and had been having a relationship with a coworker, which she wasn't supposed to be doing. Her partner, if I remember correctly. But what does that add to the story, other than she liked to get slutty? (laughs) (laughs) Which which is not a crime. Nope. Which is not a crime. It's an excellent point you're making that I can't give a solid answer to right now. (laughs) But it is a juicy detail that she was sexting with her partner. She had her mind elsewhere, man. That's what happened. You get distracted from the day. Someone texted in and said, I am sleep deprived and I know that I'm at work. Right. I've been uh, sleep deprived a lot in my life and never had any issues quite like you that. You right over there? It just popped right off. Uh, I would say that that may be true, but you're also not a police officer. And to compare our daily jobs to what a police officer does or a high stress job, mm-hmm. any high stress job, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair in those regards. I'm not saying she's innocent. I'm saying that you cannot compare your job to a high-stress job where people want to kill you. You're right. You're absolutely right. But I can't compare sleep deprivation. No, you can't because you have no idea what it's to have a job that someone wants to kill you and be sleep deprived. Well, okay. So like the difference when we do the 20 hour takeover, you know, we don't sleep for maybe 31 hours max, whatever that. Yeah. Yeah. But that whole time we are not stressed out. We're not worried about our lives being in danger. We're not worried about, you know, like having a a mistake that could get me killed. Yeah. Or that you could accidentally kill somebody. I feel like the stress is so much higher. So our regular sleep deprivation isn't compared to the same of a police officer just because you're being sleep deprived, but you also have to be on a 10 alert all the time. That makes sense then. Mm-hmm. 
Right. We, we're sleep deprived and we make a mistake and the, the Don goes, God, why do I do this? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. For the kids. For the kids. For the kids. Nobody dies. Nobody dies. Mm-hmm. It's actually a saying we say in radio. <laughs> <laughs> Used to say in radio. Right. Uh, all right. We've got tickets to BMMS Fest we're going to give away. <laughs> BMMS Fest is Friday, October 18th at the BOK Center. We're going to give away those tickets uh, when we come back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5. KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We are going to play a game and give away tickets to BMMS Fest. BMMS Fest is happening October 18th on a Friday night at the BOK Center with Godsmack and the sexy easy hail of Hailstorm. Yeah. Uh, and I guess sexy Sully, if you if that's your thing, I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we've got tickets for that that we're going to give away right now. A Sing Sing current record is... Well, I am in the lead with 12. Corby has 10. Sammy has 7. Last week's winner was... Well, that'd be me. So Sam and Corbin will be competing at 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Heather. Heather, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good, Heather. Who do you want to reclude, Sam or Corbin? Uh, Sam. Heather, you've got 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? Sure. Sure. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. This is like an 80s song, and I'm just going to get you to say the two separate words. So the first word is like, you um, you know, the Stars and Stripes, the American what? Flag. Yes. And then this is what you take the flag and you run it up a? Pole. Okay. Put that word together. Flagpole. And then the second word is um, you want someone to watch your kids, you get a baby. Sitter. Put that all together. Flagpole sitter? Yes. Uh, okay, this is um, not Backstreet Boys, <laughs> but the other boy band. And um, Yes, and it's three words in a row. Not hello, 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 but... Bye, bye, bye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I come home in the morning light. My father says when you're going to live your oh life right. This is, what? This is exactly. <laughs> um, okay, um, uh, not boys, but girls. Yes, and then this is like when you have a girls' night, you say this phrase. Time, time, you've run out of time. Two is what I got. Yeah. Now, Heather, that might be good enough for the win, okay? Okay. All right, don't go anywhere. Oh, um, I- all right. Good morning, you're on the air. What is your name? Andrew. Andrew, how are you, sir? Good. How are you doing? Good. We need to beat two, okay? All right. Let's do it. All right. This is a song from a band in Seattle. The lead singer died of a drug overdose. This song is about a war, if I remember correctly, but the name of the song is The Male Chicken. Uh, Rooster. Yes. Rooster Crows. Yes. Rooster was correct. Uh, This is Jay-Z's wife, and this is in reference to the song title has to do with a classification of females who aren't married. Single ladies. Yes. 
Single. You got it. Correct. Um, this is the guy with the crazy hair, and it's a 90s rap song. It might be a 2000s rap song. And when you are a crip or a blood, you are a... Gangster's Paradise. Correct. Nice. Nice. Uh, this is the uh, Lars and James are in this band, and this was a song, but it was also the name of an album. Uh... If you, they have so many, uh, yes, they do. But uh, so the <laughs> what is the little so- what is a it's a little thing you put on your hand. It's a sock, uh, glove. Um, <laughs> do you wear um, a lot of sock? We've ran out of time. Do you wear a lot of sock gloves, sir? <laughs> I mean, my three year old does. Your three year old wears sock gloves. <laughs> what are you playing in the snow? Right. All right. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We got him right. Congratulations, you're getting those tickets to BMMS Fest, man. Great job. Hang on the line, okay? Okay. All right, buddy. Heather, I'm sorry. It wasn't enough. You were so close, though. That's okay. Thank you. See you later. So sad. Sorry, girl. This is the one that Sam didn't get. I think you were on the right track. Um, this is a 90, uh, an 80s singer. She's still relevant today. And she is, um, in one of her videos, her dad was Captain Lou Albano. Albano, And he had rubber bands hanging from his face. And yeah, this is the song that um, females sing when they're having, a, when they're um, doing a lot of joyful things. <laughs> Girls just want to have fun is the name of the song. Um, and then this one, I would just, um, huge band that was just at the BOK Center. And this is when you are in charge of something, you are known as a... <laughs> Only think that works for slaves. <laughs> yeah, and then I probably would have tried the puppet thing too. Right, maybe another angle. Uh, uh, He-Man was uh, part of a uh, comic book or cartoon series called... Blank of the Universe. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then Kermit the Frog is a puppet. Puppet. Okay, yeah. Master like, frog! of puppets. <laughs> He's not a frog. Kermit the Frog is a frog! He's not a frog. He's a puppet. Yeah. One who pulls all the strings would be known as a... Puppeteer. Right. Yeah. Puppet master. Right. A oh. marionette controller. There you go. Yeah. Ooh, there you are. Marionette would have been a good, yeah. Ooh. All right. The record now is. Well, that keeps me at 12. Moves Corby up to 11 and then keeps Sammy at 7. We'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Sam, do you know who Stacy Dash is? Yes. Who's Stacy Dash? She um, is a black actress and she was in Clueless. She was, but she's more recently known for her work with Fox News mm-hmm. uh, and being a contributor there. And she got arrested on Sunday in California for domestic Battery, according to the police officers. I'm sorry, in Florida, according to the sheriff's office, she's 52. By the way, she looks amazing. She does look pretty good. Uh, her and a man became became involved in an argument before eight o'clock at night. 
And the woman apparently pushed the man and slapped him in the face. She's five feet four and 100 pounds wet. <laughs> and she says that it was, it was the other way around. And that he's the one that did that. Uh, officers say the man apparently was her husband, her fourth husband, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. What does that mean? She doesn't seem old enough to have four husbands? She's 52. Why could she not have four husbands in, in 30 years? It's a lot. It is a lot. Uh, had scratch marks in his upper left arm. When deputies arrived, she was taken into custody and then transpor- uh, transported to the Lando Lakes Detention Center. So that's where the butter comes from. <laughs> She's publicly expressed her conservative political views and worked on Fox News, uh, contributor for cultural analysis and commentary, whatever that means. But not uncommon for a female to get arrested for domestic, mm-hmm. but she has always had this tinge of aggressiveness. Yes. Her three other husbands were quoted as saying, going, mm-hmm. <laughs> you are not alone. Right. <laughs> Weird, huh? <laughs> Awkward. That's awesome. <laughs> Always weird to see people you saw on TV or that weren't those people, mm-hmm. and then you see them get arrested. It'd be like Slater getting arrested for domestic violence. You'd be right? like, Slater? Right? Such a good dude. You expect it from Zach Morris because he Maybe. was a douche. Yeah, Maybe. He's Screech. When you see Screech, you're like, Huh. Right, exactly. He got popped. You're like, what, what, what happened? Yeah. Yeah, that's Ma- a good point. Makes Lisa Turtle n- getting arrested is a bigger deal. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Emmanuel Lewis, if he got arrested, you'd be like, Webster? <laughs> Webster got arrested. For domestic or something For like domestic. that. domestic. Come on, Webster. Right. Come on. So you go Mike Tyson, you go, oh. Yeah, that makes sense because he's a fighter. He's a big dude. Right. That's he's shown kind of, signs of yeah. aggressiveness in a public situation. He bit a guy's ear off. If, uh, great example. If Brad Pitt mm-hmm. got arrested for domestic, most people would be shocked. Yeah. If Angelina Jolie got arrested for domestic, which I think she has, you would go, okay. She's made out with her brother. There's something weird. She carried blood around her neck. I don't know yeah. what, what you want. Uh, all right. That makes sense. Back to this <laughs> making out with her brother thing. I didn't know that. What? what oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, they were okay. So they wouldn't. <laughs> well, this is an example of where the the news story kind of got away mm-hmm, from it, mm-hmm. from the actual facts. Mm-hmm. Is she? If I remember correctly, she went to an awards show with her brother. Okay, and they were arm in arm, mm-hmm. very affectionate towards each other. At one point, they did kiss, I think, on the lips. Mm-hmm. But when they, she was asked about it, she commented in a very snarky way, okay. alluding about it. We're a close family. And then, yeah, and then oh the joke kind of went yeah. further and further. I, I think yeah. it was more than a kiss. And they're like making out. Yeah, yeah that is, that's that making is, out. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not a, a smooch grandma kiss. No, that is, there's some passion between them lips. Yeah, that's uh, weird. But if I, I don't remember them being open, in an open mouth kiss, though. I, is it an open mouth kiss? I mean, your hesitation's telling me it's not clear. It's okay. So it's not like completely open mouth, swallowing each other's face sort of thing, but it's definitely not a way you would kiss your grandma either, okay? It's not a, a little, that okay, that is, you guys are holding on way too long, way too tight. Y'all have done this before. A okay, lot. I think that's okay. fair. And if it's you had not just, an open mouth kiss. But if you had, if that photo was hanging up in your office, you would assume mm-hmm. that was husband and wife, not brother and sister. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But there, she's also an actress who kisses people. She to show Pat, like she can fake it pretty well. Okay. So I'm not buying. I wasn't ready to jump down. Like that, I He's would not be an actor. Grossed out. You've never seen Jeff kiss another woman, so it would be it. It doesn't. You know what I mean? The whole part, the whole thing would be odd. Right, right, I don't right. care what your profession is. You shouldn't be kissing your brother like that. I agree, <laughs> but there's other photos of her kissing other people and them being passionate kisses, too. You've got that a problem. Aren't her, that aren't her boyfriend you or her brother. Yeah, you shouldn't be member. kissing your boyfriend and your brother the same way. There yeah. should be a distinct... Again, I don't see tongue. They're kissing on the lips. She's got giant lips just to try and make any contact. She's probably got to press pretty hard. All right. So uh, why are you defending this brother kisser? I'm not <laughs> defending a brother kisser. I'm saying the news took it so far that they, they made it sound like they were fornicating. <laughs> it looked like they was about to. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's not. Listen, take a little bit more for like me. <laughs> They're leading up. <laughs> They're right. All right. So They're there's a picture. The there's a picture of her out there kissing Robert De Niro. All right. Because I just simply Googled, you know, Angelina Jolie kiss. And just to see and compare. Does her kiss with her brother look like the same way she would kiss other people? And no. Okay, well, there's there's also a picture of her kissing a female, mm -hmm. and it's the exact same well, kiss. So that's okay, then. So she Unless holds restraint that's weird. with Robert De Niro, this adorable <laughs> old man. She will, you know, give him, like, a dad kiss, but her brother, she's, right. like, lifting her leg up and breathing <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> They're for sure breathing in each other's faces. Maybe she's an ageist. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Bitch. And maybe he moved out of the way. You need to be a incestist. Right, right. Gosh, man, just Tate. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. You shouldn't kiss your brother that way. You shouldn't kiss family members on the lips? You can kiss family members on the lips, but you can't embrace each other and look like you're making out. It looks, it looks sexual in nature. Yeah, I'm just going to stop it. You shouldn't kiss family members on the lips. I'm just, I don't think you should. Okay. That's just my opinion. That's it. I'm sorry you haven't felt love. <laughs> Pittsburgh got into the win column for the first time this season. Last night, 27-3 victory over the Cincinnati Bengals. Primarily targeting his running backs, Mason Rudolph, former Oklahoma State quarterback, thrived on short yardage throws, completed 24-28 passes, 229 yards, two touchdowns, 8.2 yards per attempt. 169 of his passing yards, though, came after the catch. And the Steelers' defense got after Andy Dalton of the Bengals with eight sacks. And the Bengals go to 0-4 on the season. Raiders linebacker Vontaze Perfect has been suspended for the rest of the 2019 season for his helmet-to-helmet -helmet hit Sunday on the Colts tight end Jack Doyle. He was ejected in the second quarter after their 31-24 win. Bradley Chubb has partially torn his ACL in his left knee and will miss the rest of the season for the winless Denver Broncos. Coach Vic Fangio confirmed that Chubb, the fifth overall pick in the 18 draft, suffered that season-ending injury during their loss to Jacksonville. Chubb had discomfort in his knee Monday morning and was sent for an MRI, which revealed the partial tear. Star outside linebacker left Sunday's game twice, once for a calf injury, and then again for this knee injury before finally returning to the lineup. And we've got postseason baseball coming up tonight. 
It is the Nationals and the Milwaukee Brewers in the National League wildcard game. Nationals are 0-3 in winner-take-all postseason games all at home. They've never advanced in four previous trips to the playoffs over the past eight years. The Brewers, in contrast, made it to Game 7 of the NCLS just a year ago. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5, Cambodian. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Qualifying people to win a trip to New Orleans for Voodoo Fest. you got to listen for that cue, and Brandon Thompson of Kellyville heard it. So now Brandon could be on his way to going to see Guns N' Roses hit the stage at Voodoo Fest with hotel, airfare, some spinning cash, and, of course, some tickets. Make sure you're listening like Brandon was for another chance to get qualified coming up in about 54 minutes. Listener emails, you can always email us, show at KMOD.com. We read the email on the air, and then you guys call up and give advice at 460-KMOD or text it by texting BMMS and whatever that is to 82945. It says, I know Corbin has kids, so hopefully he won't be offended by this. We were out at a fast food restaurant this weekend. There were tons of kids playing in the play area. The table behind us, there were some adults and then some other kids to the side, but two babies were sitting with the adults. Then we heard the mom yell for one of the kids who came by with no shoes or socks on and hand the kid a diaper. It looked tightly wrapped like it was full. Caught us off guard. Did she just change the diaper behind us? I heard my wife say. Then she yelled for the other kid to come back. The kid again walked by with another diaper that appeared to be full. Do people change diapers in public? Did Corbin or Gimpy do this with their kids? Is it okay? Should I have said something? <laughs> Diaper changing in public. Let me rephrase that. Diaper changing in a fast food restaurant. That's oh, the thing. God. Savage beasts. With the prox <laughs> settle down a little bit. No, that well, I'll wait to give my opinion, but <laughs> Savage Beasts seems kind of harsh. I don't think it is. I think yeah. it's I think it's harsh to, you know, have fecal matter around food. Uh, yes, you'd be surprised how much fecal matter they allow in food. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, but that doesn't then make it okay to do that. No, it's, it doesn't make it okay, but it doesn't negate your statement that it shouldn't be around it when it is unknowingly to you already around it. Yeah, yeah. but that's rodents. Rodents and humans, they're totally different. I think fecal matter, matter is <laughs> pretty much across the board all equally as bad. Yeah, at a, at a restaurant, ugh. God, that's inconsiderate. 918-460-KMOD is changing a kid's diaper in a fast food restaurant. Okay. Should they have said something? What would you say? What would be the appropriate thing to say? That's hey. the trick right there. <laughs> hey. Because <laughs> you don't want to piss anybody off. You don't want to You don't want to ruin anybody's dinner, a good time. It'll ruin your dinner. It'll start a fight. There, there, there's a very delicate way that you have to handle that situation if you choose to say something you're already ruining my dinner if you are changing a diaper at a table i mean and the other part of that is uh well the toothpaste is already out of the tube so mm -hmm. what are you complaining about at that point <laughs> yeah, right you nasty you didn't catch him in the act <sighs> you're complaining after the fact mm -hmm. you're complaining hey what you just did a minute ago was not okay that 
That seems like a weird thing to say to somebody. Do you go tell the manager? Or do you get kicked out of the restaurant? Hey, manager. I know you're real busy with making sure everybody gets the right size fries, but... There's a health code violation at table 24. uh, I mean... I don't, I don't know if it's a health code violation to change a dirty diaper in a dining room. Oh, I would imagine. You'd that, like to think. Yeah, I would like to think that it's a health code violation to have pooper on food. Uh, but that's not what it is. It's changing a dirty diaper. Which is. Not necessarily. Dirtied in any capacity. Bodily function is dirtied and you have it in a dining area where people are ingesting food or food's walking by. Uh... This says, would they have rather sat and smelled it the whole time? This says, I watched a mom change a diaper in a booth at a steakhouse in Tulsa Hills Saturday Saturday night. This says, some people are worse than pigs. (laughs) Truth. I saw someone change a baby on a table at Chuck E. Cheese. The bathroom was literally across the way. On the table. Uh, Chris is on the line. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Good. What do you think? I have a one-year-old, and you would be surprised how many restaurants do not have changing tables. So uh, a lot of those restaurants, I will purposely change my child in public to make it a point to them to get a darn changing table. Wait, why are you going to punish me, who I've got nothing to do with that business, and not having a changing table? Why are you going to punish me, the customer, to... Teach me a lesson? What I've got nothing do? to do with it. What, what should a dad do who's trying to change their kids? Because a lot of dads' bathrooms don't have changing tables. Mm-hmm. So what should they? What should a what should a parent do? Go to the car. Well, you can still take it to the bathroom if you have newborns, right? Little babies that are still in diapers. Most of the time, you have some sort of a blanket or a towel with you because babies make messes, okay? So there's not a changing table in the men's room. You can lay that blanket down on the floor. See you, dude. And, you know, change the diaper right there on the floor. I get it. You're like, oh, my God, it's a bathroom floor. It's disgusting. You're laying down some sort of protection, the blanket. I'm not putting my child on a bathroom floor. Yeah, go to the car. I'm just trying to figure out what I would do. And mm-hmm. car seems like the better option than mm-hmm. on a disgusting bathroom floor where people are even more savage yeah. in bathrooms. I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I would much rather take my kid to a car than, you know, where there could be yucky all over the floor. Beth is on the line. Hi, Beth. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What do you think? Well, uh, I'm a mom and I work in a restaurant. And I have been in the position as a brand new mom where we went to a restaurant and there were apparently no changing tables and it was Casa Bonita back whenever it was here. And we couldn't find a restroom with the changing table. So we did, we changed her behind in a corner where no one would see her um, on the floor there. And then later on, when I went to go approach the restaurant manager about it, she said, oh, well, there's a changing table in that other restroom. So, you know, people pick and choose where they want to put them, the changing tables and things like that. But I know that back when Obama was in administration, he did put something out there about how men's bathrooms need to start carrying, um, not carrying, but having changing stations in there. So I've noticed a few places have done that. I think that more, uh, what's it called? 
more uh, gas stations need to have them because whenever you're traveling and mom's got to go wash the toddler's hands versus the newborn, you know, you got to split up members of the family. So I think uh, local businesses and gas stations would start being a good help to putting those out there. Agreed. But if this was a female, I'm sure there was a changing table in the female bathroom, or I would like to think. Sometimes there are, sometimes there are not. Uh, It just depends. But also, some bathrooms are just so disgusting. It's not worth putting your sweet little child head on there. So. This long-legged freak. Um, oh, but no, mama. I would not do it in a restroom or in a restaurant. That's absolutely oh, disgusting. Mama. Oh, mama. And, oh, mama. Oh, mama. Mama. Oh, mama. 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 Oh. Mama. What was that? It was Obama. Okay. Obama. All right. Well, oh, thank, okay. Right on. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the call. Have a, have a great day. All right, Bye-bye. Beth. See you later. Uh, let's go to Anna. Hi, Anna. How are you? Hi, just fine. What do you think? <laughs> well, I have a little question to Sam. Mm-hmm. If this was a restaurant where children were running around, how much poop do you really think you were? Excellent point. That the people were already around. Again, children I don't, are not clean. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. I don't have control over that. I think well, you as a person, I, I I feel like that's a bad defense to be like, I can be disgusting and have poop in a restaurant, open well, restaurant. That's a bad. That's sometimes it's not a matter of being disgusting, but the letter doesn't also say was the woman alone. Was that was there anyone else with her that would have watched her children, the other children, while she took one child to the bathroom? It said that uh, there were tons of kids playing in the area. The table behind us, there were adults and two babies. Okay, so there was other adults. I, I, I've done it before. I think every you changed a, every mother. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Holster that thing. So <laughs> yeah. you you changed a baby in a restaurant in general view of everybody. Well, not in general view. I mean, I put a little blanket over, but sure. I mean, you can't keep what? a blanket over the whole time while you're changing. Well, what I at the time what I done, and I don't even remember the restaurant it was at. I put part of the blanket on the back of the booth that we were in, and part of the blanket on the table and set like a cup or something on it. Why couldn't but, you go to the bathroom or to your car? Why was it necessary oh, to change it at the restaurant? Be, because it was winter out. He was born in October, um, and some bathrooms you don't even want to. Step in, much less change your child in. Yeah, but uh, then, so I, I, I just can't wrap my head around. So, but you bring, ate at a restaurant that was that bad. Well, and then why don't you have disinfectant wipes so that you could clear the counter off? But like, you're then gonna be like, no, the well, bathroom is too bathroom, gross for me to change my kid into a bathroom. So then I'm gonna subject everybody else in the restaurant to this smelly, dirty diaper. Some bathrooms do not have counters that are big enough for a baby. Well, then, I mean, I guess, again, you could go to your they, car. It just it seems like you're punishing everybody else in the restaurant because of what the, the establishment well, doesn't have. But here's the thing. If they didn't notice it until they saw the diaper, they obviously didn't smell it. That, that still doesn't make it less disgusting. No, but, it, I mean, you're saying that if they smelled it, why, why would they have to smell it? If they didn't know it was happening until 
they saw the diaper, mm-hmm. then there was nothing for them to smell. It's still disgusting because you are changing a dirty diaper in an open restaurant where there's food around. It is. It's not the best place, but sometimes if you're and I, I can't wait to see if you ever have a, a kid sim because sometimes the best things the 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 best thing for everyone is not the most sanitary and it's not the easiest. Anna, thank you so much for the call. You're welcome. Bye bye. All right, see you later. Uh, I want to read a couple texts that came in. <laughs> Slow the f down. Savage? No. Inconsiderate? Yes. You do realize most of us carry sani wipes and clean up. I don't yeah. think the problem is that you're going to leave remnants around. I think it's the it's, fact that it's we're in eating. The, it's, yeah. I'm, you know, two feet from you. Yeah, and we're you're ingesting food, and I think it is savage. Another text that came in, where are you supposed to change it? Take them to the bathroom where every other parent has laid their baby in that nasty changing table? At least I know the table's getting cleaned. Well, that's your responsibility to clean that changing table before you put your baby down. Again, not my problem. That's yours. Another one, changing a diaper or blowing your nose or any other nasty bodily functions should be dealt with in the restroom. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Not to mention workers wipe the table down. There's... there's too many unknown issues in the email. It's more common than you think, Sam. Just well, slow down. It doesn't make it less disgusting to me and savage. No, I'm not going to go to my car and I'm not putting them on the floor. Another one. In today's society, anything goes. People are not concerned with your comfort or your opinion. Uh, why aren't you playing the clip of Sam screaming, it's poop? <laughs> that would have been good. I think you should keep your mouth shut till you have kids, too. I hate that. Get out of here. You can have an opinion on something and not have a kid. Single dad with two kids, I do it all the time. Simple solution, don't have babies. It's a dirty diaper. Unless you're licking a bench, a baby was changed, you're fine. Again, that's your opinion, you nasty. Well, we're asking for you. you. No, no, but I'm saying, but you being like, oh, you're fine. Like, we, there's like a, a social construct. Why? Because you don't think your diaper, your kid's diaper is gross and that makes it fine for everybody? Christy is on. Hi, Christy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What do you think? I think it's disgusting what I'm going to eat. I'm not trying to see that. Um, I have seven kids, 19 grandkids, and if it's cold out in your car, then go warm it up. But if it's just a wet diaper, I think it should have been changed before you go into the restaurant. If it's that full, do it before you go in. If it's a poopy diaper and it just happens, go somewhere else. That's gross. Right on. Thank you so much, Christy. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. All right. See you later. Uh, let's go to Danielle. Hi, Danielle. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Great. What do you think? Um, like I, I agree with somebody said. There's not enough facts stated. Like we don't know for sure. Like those people that she's with, maybe they weren't really with her. Maybe they were just passing by or something like that, and they weren't going to watch her children. We don't know. Not saying that you should change a poopy diaper. I've never changed my daughter at a table before. I've also ran out to my car when it's pouring down rain. So, I mean, it's it's a toss-up because um, we don't know what that mother was dealing with. I think we should allow her a little bit of grace. If I were in that situation, I would have been like, hey, do you need any help? Um, 
I mean, it's less creepy for a lady to say it than a guy um, just because of the stigmatism. <laughs> totally. because mm-hmm. let's, You need let's some be help honest. with that thing, lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, like, there is that big stigmatism. Like, you don't see very many male teachers in schools because of things like that. Um, but, like, it takes a village to raise a child. And I believe that we should all be helping one another. So maybe if she's changing two babies, by herself and nobody's offering any help like i would definitely turn around and be like hey is there anything i can do that would help you because it sounds like her kids are the ones that are being there for her and not the other people the other adults they're but, not okay as the helpful. as the adult if you have two kids with you then you have to know that situation could come up if you're in a restaurant right that like maybe i will have to change two diapers at once or they're both gonna have to go to the bathroom with me i feel like it's it's not a situation that you don't think about as a mom that could happen so i would just imagine that you would plan for that either i can't go because i don't have the help to be able to be sanitary and control my kids so maybe i can't go to this restaurant by myself or I need to bring someone with me in case yeah. that happens. I wish it were that easy. Yeah. <laughs> I wish yeah, it were that easy I, to have that thought too. process when you have kids. Yeah. And like, you know, we never know what could have happened on the way to the restaurant or like what happened at the restaurant. Maybe her kids are usually perfect angels. And then all of a sudden, you know, things just kind of went crazy. And she was like doing the best she can. Like, I, I don't want to, you know, villainize this woman. Um, because, you know, you never know. She might be listening and be like, oh, God, this is me. And I'm I hope she's listening. Which, I mean, it's, it is kind of gross to, to change a, a dirty diaper at a table at a restaurant. I, I agree with that. But we just, we don't know what she's living through or what's going on. And I kind of feel bad for her in this instance. Danielle, I mean, we've got to move on. But thank you so much. You, oh, get, yeah. you use the word grace. You get extra points for that. So thank you. <laughs> have, a, have a great day, Danielle. All right, see you later. Uh, Let's get through these real quick. Anastasia is on. Hi, Anastasia. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Good. What do you think? think? It's absolutely absurd for someone to change their table in a restaurant. I have four kids. (laughs) If you're going to have children, you need to be prepared to be a mom at all times and take them to the bathroom or to your car like a civilized human being. You're in a restaurant. Have some respect. All right. Thank you, girl. Have a great day. Yep. See you later. Last one's going to be Ian. Hi, Ian. How are you? Good, good. What do you think, sir? So, has anybody said anything about guys actually going in the women's restroom and changing babies? I mean, no. I've gotten a couple strange looks from women in a women's bathroom. I mean, I've got eight kids. I've had to change my Whoa. kids in all kinds of places. My goodness. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I don't know that I've necessarily done it right in front of people in public. I mean, that is kind of a private thing. But I look at it. Um, yeah, I agree. That, and I think that's the point no one's addressed is that changing your kid's diaper is a private thing. It's not a public thing, regardless of the situation. I think it's an excellent yeah. point, sir. Eight kids. Yeah. By the way, tell me you got a vasectomy. Uh, no, I oh, don't. God. Buddy. How old are you? I know. I, I know. I'm, I'm still trying to put some more population on this planet. No, we're know? good, man. How many kids? How old are you? How old are you, sir? I'm 39. 39? Yeah, and bro. you still want more kids? And, you know, it's Brady Bunch package. I have four. She has four. Yeah, but isn't that enough? Yeah, it's definitely enough. Made a show about that. Eight is enough. Yeah, crazy man. Yeah. Ian, thank you, sir. Have a great day. Yeah, y'all too. All right, buddy. See you later. Eight kids. Goodness oh gracious. My God. <laughs> <laughs>
There's a longer version of it, too. No, I'm yeah. glad you didn't play the longer one. All right, listener email from uh, somebody who saw somebody change a diaper out in public. I'm not going to get through all that because we're running out of time. Sam, what do you think? Yeah, that's disgusting. But, I mean, I, I, th- I think in that situation, I would just say something to the manager because I want to make sure that table gets cleared up. There's nothing like toothpaste is out of the tube. The nasty thing already happened. I would let somebody else deal with it. Gimpy. Uh, mind your own business. That's that's really all that there is to that because I'm sure you do you do disgusting things at your table at your restaurant that you're at just as well. You may not be changing a diaper on the table, but who's to say you don't kick off your flip flops and put your feet up there? Your dirty, nasty grunions, whatever. You do disgusting things too. People are people are people. Um, she could have been a little more tactful about it. Yes, like the text that said, use the bench at least, not on the table for sure, but. You got to do's what you got to do's, man. And sometimes, if you're a single mom and you ain't you, you ain't got no help, whatever, you got to do it. So mind your own business. Eat your food and go back to whatever the hell you were doing. Uh, well, it's disgusting. It's vile. I don't know if savage is the right word, but we'll use it since it's already out there. Mm-hmm. It's savage. Put the proximity of poop or urine or whatever in the air. Just as if someone were to vomit, it would be just as disgusting. So it's totally... Uh, not okay. With that being said, being a parent's hard. And sometimes you just, you don't pick the times. Sometimes you're just like, I just, I just want to get this changed. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have done it. They should have done it. That was fine. I'm just saying that being a parent is really hard. And I, if it were me, it's just time to leave. Cause I ain't the police of nobody. I'm the police of my family, and that's it. If you were the other person that yes. witnessed the changing. Yes. Yeah. Just get my food and go, and next time not sit at a table next to kids. Yeah. If it's that big of a concern. But it's not okay until you're in that situation. You're in that All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We're going to stay right here because people are pissed. They're really worked up about it. (laughs) And I feel like people that are really worked up about it have never been somewhere and their child's diaper explode. Yeah. Try dealing with that when you're on a plane. We were traveling to Arkansas to go to a family event. I'm coming back to you. So that feeling you have right now, (laughs) I'm coming back to you. I saw the disgusted look you just gave. So I'm curious to why. I was just thinking about a diaper exploding in general. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We were driving to Arkansas and the Scarlet's diaper exploded. Mm-hmm. And we were in the middle of nowhere. When we got to a town, we got her out of the car, right? Mm-hmm. Got her out. No, it was it was Ava. Got her out of the car, changed her diaper, but the car seat was full. Covered. Mm-hmm. Full. Not just covered, covered and full <laughs> are two different descriptions of dealing with a dirty diaper. Grooves. The car seat was full and covered. So we had to take the car seat out, take the kid in, clean all that up. I mean, we went through the grocery store with it. 
Right, and there is all kinds of just open food everywhere. I agree with it. It's it's disgusting. I I agree that it's gross, but sometimes, if you can avoid it, you should 100% avoid it. Mm -hmm. An emergency, what are you going to do? Agreed. That listening meal did not sound like an emergency. Okay. It sounded like standard protocol. And that could be true for them as well. There are, believe it or not, trashy people in this world. That will do that. Oh, I that, that it. You give, don't have to tell me. Yeah, they give no apps where they're at or what the, you know, thinking of the other people inside the building or whatever that, that have to deal with that. I, I get that. But Corbin's right, man. Sometimes, you know, you just don't, you don't have time to prepare. Accidents happen. You can't predict kids. There's so much that goes into it. I'm a father of three. You have all the facts you need in that email. Maybe under the right circumstances, changing a diaper that is only urine and would be super fast would be okay, but never changing a poopy diaper is okay. I think there's an important thing that was just said there that you might not. How do you know it was in the diaper? True. You don't because you just seen a tightly wrapped diaper. Now, we weren't there. Maybe they smelt it. You know, and that, and you, you know, as, you know, as well as I do, Corbin, that a tightly wrapped poopy diaper is a lot larger than a tightly wrapped urine diaper because there's not that much there to I, have to hold. I in. don't know. Maybe these people are on a tight budget and they can't afford more diapers and they're trying to hold on to them as long as they can. And so the kid, they, they change them on the, t- on a time and not, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's disgusting and, and unsanitary as that is. I get that. I get that as well. Someone said, complain to the establishment for not offering parents a sanitary place for child changes. Yes. Get that manager and complain <laughs> to that manager and the manager will go, I'm sorry. Would you like an ice cream cone? Like, not that they don't care, but they don't care. Yes, that would make me feel better. They're like, listen, I have no control over the bathroom situation and what they do. I'm I'm just trying to work here. I'm just trying to pay, you know, put some food on my table and get diapers for my kids. And again, they could have had changing tables in the bathroom and they just didn't want to use those. So you don't know. You don't know. Another one. Hey, little boys stream in the air while being changed. Yuck. That's why you got to get the, the PPTP. It's literally that, a little cloth uh-huh. thing that goes so that doesn't, if it happens, it gets caught in there and you can wash them. I had seen like a list of the dumbest thing to buy for babies and that was number one. The PPTP. Really? Yeah. The heated uh, wet wipe warmer was the one that I saw that was number one as oh. like the dumbest thing to get. Did you buy one of those? No. Oh. <laughs> What's it matter? I don't know. Maybe that's what babies like. If, if I don't my know. child would have said, hey, will you warm those up for me? Then maybe I would have considered it. But <sighs> it was no, that's the least of my concerns. They don't know any different. Yeah. Um, another one, cheaper by the dozen. Another one, you can't, cannot be prepared with kids. That is true. That it didn't, shouldn't mean you shouldn't try. Yeah. You can prepare for most things. I have, I'm a nerd this way. Mm-hmm. We have a diaper bag with everything we need. And then I have a, like a little Rubbermaid box in the truck of all the things we need. Mm-hmm. Change of clothes, extra food, diapers, wipes, band-aids, toys, yeah, all that stuff. Because I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Be pre I I think you should try. Yeah. I think you should try. Yeah. And in that case, I mean, you you can you can prep for you know you have extra diapers, you have extra wipes, you know you got all this stuff. I mean, but 
When it happens, it happens. S happens. Text came in and said, location should be taken into consideration. I have an eight-month-old son, and I don't take him to places that I would not expect there to be accommodations for him, such as a red lobster or an, I think they mean olive, but it says olive garden. I would expect those types of places to have changing tables so that parents can take care of their newborn. So I don't bring him with me. I get a babysitter. If I want to go out to eat, all of us as a family, I go someplace that I would expect there to be accommodations for my son, such as a McDonald's. That's all good and dandy. Hmm. Life don't work. My world, it hasn't worked that way. You know how many places I've gone and there's not a place to change? Here's the most unlikely place for a place for me to change my daughter's diaper. Home Depot. Hmm. I would not expect Home Depot to have a place for the men to change the, but they do. But there are, my child's eye doctor doesn't have a place for me to change my kid's diaper. What? They don't have a table in the men's room. The pediatric, yes. Mm -hmm. Seems like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But when you own a business, that's an expense. Right. That's a you choice. And what is most of the time, it's the women taking care of the children. Where can I save money? Mm -hmm. Right. And that makes sense. I I get that. So with that being said, um, well, I mean, maybe a family restroom. We've seen those before. Walmarts have them. Well, when people aren't. Okay. Have you ever been to the mall? There's a family restroom. It's the size of this room. It's massive. It's huge. Right. And nine times out of ten, it's trashed. Mm -hmm. Trashed. Right. I know drugs are being done in there. Fornication. Fornication. is. You can have a damn party in there. Really? There's three toilets. (laughs) There's a changing table. There's a giant sink. (laughs) Seems weird. It's a weird. They can make two family toilets in there. Wait, but so that one like three different stalls? You mean? <laughs> nope, nope. Three there's open three toilets. open air toilets. Yes, there's a little <laughs> one for like little children. Uh huh. And then there's, I think, I think there's three. A little one, and then there's a grown up one. Is it like Goldilocks? For like this one's small, this one's just in I, between. Yeah. <laughs> My toilet's too cold. And if you're one of those people that is by yourself and you use the family bathroom, you're an asshole. <laughs> Have you ever seen one person yes. come out of the family bathroom? And I told them they shouldn't be in there. <laughs> I'm standing there with my two kids. Out. You're like, oh yeah. yeah I'm hitting with my two kids, and you're in, and you're in there doing what? <laughs> Watching Netflix. Pokemon Turn off the West Wing and get out of there. <laughs> uh, all right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. There's a story yesterday about the long-distance runner here in the state that was uh, running and got hit by lightning and uh, and uh, died, right? Wow. Crazy things happen all the time. Story of a man who collapsed and died in an Italian sex shop while watching porn. The 60-year-old British man <laughs> collapsed and died in this Italian sex shop. Police have confirmed they're investigating the circumstances, but they don't think there's anything that suspicious. His name hasn't been released. He left his bicycle outside the shop near Venice before paying five euro to enter a private booth inside. I'm going to say the word employees claim they became concerned when they failed. He failed to emerge after 30 minutes. They found him collapsed on the floor. 
Owner Franco Garani told the newspaper, I've never seen him before. <laughs> and they came in after leaving his bike outside. Uh, <laughs> He's coming all sweaty. He was a very sweaty guy. Uh, apparently, he paid the five euro that gives you 15 minutes and a red light illuminates to show it's busy. <laughs> but when he didn't come out after half an hour and the light was off, they decided to go have a look, and he was collapsed on the floor. A little, uh, got a little too excited. You the know, and- owner of the shop said the man seemed tired when he entered the store. <laughs> He's a little tired? <laughs> he was declared dead at the scene. And if anything, they have a hell of a marketing campaign now. Right. Someone died watching our porn. Mm-hmm. You gotta see it. Porn that'll make your heart skip a beat. <laughs> you got to come with a warning sign in there now. Probably. Right, here you go. Um, now, don't die on us. What would be the attributes to be on the lookout for that you have a weak ticker and shouldn't watch porn? I think age is the number one. I know people that are over 60 that are compl- that run marathons. So I don't know if age has something to do with it. Okay. Feebleness then. Okay, I which think. would be an attribute of feebleness. Okay, they're slow walking. You can look and be like, that person looks like if you sneeze, they're going to fall over. So therefore, you should not be in here wanking it to our porno. I don't know. That doesn't didn't say his pants were around his ankles. No, that is true. But why else are you going to go to a sex shop and rent a private theater? Have you ever been to Dreamland up there on Admiral? No. Nope. Yeah. Have you? I've been in there hustling. Remember the DS Max? I'd sell stuff in the parking lot of like random CD players and stuff like that. We'd hit up those shops. We'd hit up the strip clubs, that uh, landing strip that was right there next to it. Still there. But it's closed now. Oh, did it finally yeah, it close? It finally closed down. Uh, but we'd go in there, you know, just as well. And you walk into that dreamland and you're like, why does it smell like bleach? Oh. Yuck! That's why. Why? I didn't know. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know some people go into those private booths for alone time. Yeah. Sexually. (laughs) But, okay, 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 okay. But that I'm not believing everybody does it. Some people watch porn just to watch it. I feel that's a little strange. Like, I I feel it's strange that you have to masturbate every time you see porn. Why not? That's the whole point of it. Of porn? That's the way the I feel The whole point of anyway. porn is not for you to masturbate. Well, I mean, it's there for you to help you guide, you know, along the ways. Is it? Well, that's the way I've yeah, always thought of yeah, it. I've I never watched porn other than to do that. Rainy day Sunday, right? Nothing else on TV. I think I'm going to go ahead and pop in Debbie Does Dallas. And I know there's plenty others to choose from. That's just the most popular when it comes to mind. Nobody does that. Nobody says I'm bored on a Sunday, so I'm just going to watch a, a, a two-hour, you know, skin flick. Okay. You do, don't you? No. <laughs> I don't have time to watch porn. Your kind of response was like, oh, oh No, okay. I just don't agree that everybody... <laughs> I think it's maybe 50-50. I've never met anybody that yes, watches you it have. just strictly to to watch it. I mean, I don't go, ah, let's see what's on the old porn for $17.95. <laughs> yeah, but uh, d- do you watch porn and then not? I think it's more bizarre right? to go out. Yes, I think it's more bizarre to go to a place, an establishment in public, into a little box that other guys have done that and do that. I think that's... Far more bizarre 
than not masturbating. You are not wrong there. You are not yeah. wrong. That is strange. I'll agree. I'll agree with that. To go to that establishment. So but to then, me, it's less crazy to go watch and not masturbate than it is to go there and masturbate. But then what are you watching for? Because it's the fun plot? to watch. There's a lot of boobs. To see boobs. I mean, what's the? why do you look at naked pictures online? You don't masturbate when you look at naked pictures. As you. I know, Every but- time? Every time. Uh, unless we're here on the show and it's like, hey, check this out. Yeah. Every time? Yeah. I don't buy it. Because no. that's the point of pornography. For me, for me, for me, it's masturbatory use only. So for you, you can't watch pornography or see any type of pornography without pleasuring yourself. I can. I choose not to. I mean, that's the only time I ever watch it or, you know, go and, and peruse whatever, you know, skins on, on, the, on the internet. Now, if you're watching a movie and there's a sex scene or whatever, boobs are shown, that's totally different. I'm not yeah, going to go, hey, I'm going to take a break real quick, pause the movie. I'll be back in five minutes. Not like that. Here's popping balls to the wall sports. Postseason baseball tonight. It is the Brewers visiting the Nationals in the NL wildcard game. Nationals are 0-3 in winner-take-all postseason games all at home. They've never advanced in their trips inside the playoffs in the four previous over the past eight years. Brewers made it to Game 7 of the National League Championship Series a year ago. The Nationals offered their third baseman, Anthony Rendon, a seven-year deal worth $210 to $215 million, according to the Washington Post. Early September offer is not expected to keep him from hitting the free agent market this winter. According to the Post, he signed a one-year deal worth almost $20 million before the season. The American League wildcard game in Oakland between the Rays and the A's is tomorrow night on ESPN. The big news yesterday was one of the core tenets of the NCAA's identity and business model will now be illegal in the state of California starting in 2023. Governor Gavin Newsom has signed a law, the Fair Pay to Play Act, which says colleges in California cannot punish their athletes for collecting endorsement money now. The law is scheduled to go in effect in January of 2023, does not require schools to pay athletes directly as employees. Instead, it makes it illegal for schools to prevent an athlete from earning money by selling the rights to his or her name, image, or likeness to outside bidders. Now, California is the first. There are multiple other states that already have laws that are on the verge of being signed, like in New York, South Carolina. Colorado has talked about this, as has Florida, and Florida may fast-track their version of this to make it uh, illegal for the NCAA to punish athletes by 2020. So there's a long way to go in this, and a lot of answers. Basically, this means that the NCAA is going to have to change their entire model. And a good win last night for the Steelers and former Oklahoma State quarterback Mason Rudolph, who gets his first win as a starter. 27-3 victory for the Steelers over the year. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Qualifying people for a chance to go to New Orleans for Voodoo Fest. And Brian Kelly, try that again. Brian Kelly of Tulsa heard the cue and is now qualified. So Brian could win that trip to go uh, with hotel airfare. Some spinning cash from Myers Dern, Harley-Davidson, and the Voodoo Fest tickets to see Guns N' Roses on stage, but he still has to win. So there's one little 
obstacle that he still has to get over. You can get qualified just like he did. Listen for that cue coming up. Lynn's going to have a chance between the twofer of Greta Van Fleet at 1030, a little after 1030. So be listening for that. We do to tell the truth on Tuesdays at 9 o'clock, so let's get started. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. 918-460-KMOD, 918-460-KMOD. Go ahead, Sam. What is the last super expensive thing that you bought? Your last big ticket item purchase. What do you consider big ticket item? Like what's the dollar amount on that? Because one big ticket thing for somebody could be, you know, four or five hundred dollars. Another big ticket item for like somebody else could be, you know, over a thousand. So is there That's up to you. Mine mine would be my teeth that I just spent seventy five hundred dollars oh. on. See I wasn't even thinking of like necessities mm-hmm. like medical expense. Mm-hmm. So what was your last big expense? Yeah. Okay. Gimpy? Oh, he's on the phone. Um, Let's see. My last big expense would be... I'm going to go... I bought some access points for the house, which are uh, for the for wireless internet. Oh, okay. To make your Wi-Fi stronger and all the wings more of your mansion. <laughs> and more secure. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, bought, I bought... Those were like $200. Okay. Gimpy? Uh, my my motorcycle accident, my health. I got that bill in yesterday. You want to know how much it was? Ooh, fun. Guess, Sam. Oh. We're talking about for the surgery and the ER. The whole shebang from beginning to end. Well, okay, so I know that the ticket cost you 200 bucks, mm-hmm. And then I don't think that you had to get anything fixed on your bike because of that wreck. I, I feel like it snapped back on. So I'm going to guess... Well, we're not we're not talking about you know motorcycle parts. This is strictly hospital stuff. Oh, just hospital. Just stuff. the hospital okay. stuff. Yeah, the whole shebang of the hospital stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna guess fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Yeah. You know he had surgery, right? <laughs> yeah, but you know he, they reattached his tendons in his hand, right? Yeah, but I I mean I guess I just figured you were insured. I know you feel like your recent medical procedure was very uh, invasive. <laughs> uh huh. His was like a gazillion times more invasive than yours. Yeah, but I thought he had insurance. That doesn't mean anything. Right, right. You still you got insurance and you know still had to spend a, a buttload of cash on your teeth, right? If there's yeah, only eighty percent coverage or twenty percent coverage, uh huh. A hundred thousand dollar bill and then that would leave him with a twenty thousand dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If the if the company if the company paid eighty percent, I don't even know if they do. Okay, so Fifteen hundred is not enough. Clearly, <laughs> not, not even in the wheel. Huh? Yeah, I bet the deductible yeah. alone out of pocket has got to be seven grand. Oh my god! I bet the co- I don't know, but I'm best. I'm guessing the company's out of pocket deductible. The most you will ever pay out of pocket mm-hmm. is like seven or ten grand. Yeah, your deductible is six grand for our company insurance. Six grand. So at a minimum, that's how much you'll owe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, in a sense, yeah. They like you got to make up that much. You got to you know get six thousand dollars worth of hospital bills before they pay. For the rest of yes, it. and I made that boom in one trip. Yeah, so because <laughs> you have the civilian insurance would be you've got to pay six thousand before our insurance kicks in. Mm-hmm. And oh, then so after that, that and then after that, and then after that, we only pay eighty percent of the bill or forty percent of the bill oh. or whatever they decide to split up. Okay, got you. So I'm now I'm gonna guess uh, six grand. 
Six grand. Incorrect. I'm going to guess 15,000. 15,000 would be like my out of pocket. That's it. Or the, that's, that's everything. The, no, the total bill's got to be like 70, 80 grand. Oh, no, 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 no. Not that much. Not that much. The total bill was $33,000. All right, 33. And I'm only responsible for four. So oh, that's not bad at all. That's really not that bad at all when you think about it. But, you know, four grand still a huge chunk of change to have to pay off. I mean, it's not 33. That's for damn sure. Every still. every decision you make from this point forward when getting on the bike should be, do I want to spend four grand for that this? That is the truth. Hey, more I'm, than that, because the remotes you didn't do, like there's right, the it, cost has been like a lot more than that. Yeah, if you think about it like that, the, the money that I lost just not being able to work or whatever adds up as well. But just strictly on the hospital bills, when I when I hop on, I'm like, is this, you know, before I leave my helmet at home because I want to be cool guy, you know, or whatever, or when there's a light sprinkle outside, do I want to take a chance? Is it worth the four grand? And, you know, going through that jive again. Right. Oh. Have you set up a payment plan? Not yet. I just got it in yesterday. Just got it in the mail yesterday. If you call ahead of time mm-hmm. and tell them, hey, I want to work out a payment plan, yeah. they make cut some of those costs off for you. I might have to check into that. That happened with when we got a, when our daughter went, was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're, we can't pay this at all. We want to pay, make a, pet, a plan, a payment plan. Yeah. She was like, hold on, came back to us and cut like four grand off. Hell yeah. I might have to check into that. That was like thing. a $40,000 bill or some ridiculous amount yeah. when she was Oof. in the hospital for like 30. Uh, to tell the truth, 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. Uh... Your Congress people have 100% of the medical bills covered. Think about that. Okay. Mary Bang Kill, Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, or Kim Jong-un? Okay, I'm going to bang Vladimir Putin because I think out of all of them, he's the most attractive. I'm going to kill King Jong-un because he's a psychopath. And then I guess I'm marrying Donald. He's got the most money. Um, I feel like you gotta kill Kim Jong Un. The man killed his brother, so yeah, for like nothing. Yeah, Vladimir Putin could do that too, and maybe Donald Trump. But Kim Jong Un isn't shy about it. He doesn't hide it. He's like, I'm killed my brother, and so I feel like you gotta kill him. I feel like if I'm married to Vladimir Putin, I'm gonna be able to. I feel like I'm going to be able to be protected. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I want to be married to Donald Trump, but I'll go ahead and bang him. <laughs> right. Gibby? Uh, all right. So definitely we are all in agreement that Ken John un has to die, right? Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm just checking real quick to see uh, how, how old is Vladimir Putin? Putin. Is age a big factor for you in this? It, it is. It, it really is in this case because here's the deal. All right, so he is 66, right? And Trump is like in his mid-70s. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and kill off Kim Jong-un because that guy is a psychopath and we don't have room for him on this planet, okay? We don't need that type of jive. I'm going to go ahead and and bang Putin, all right, because he he's still got some years on him, all right? He's not going to die anytime soon. I feel if I marry Trump, right, and he he's only got like maybe, what, 15 more left at most? So you got to deal with that for a little bit, but then you get all that money, you know, uh, when he dies, sign me up. 
Okay. Hmm. Uh, text that came in regarding the guest Gimpy had that did tarot cards. Did it go through anyone's mind that she listens to the show and knew you guys' personality before? Uh, did it go through your mind that she actually said she watched videos and prepared? Yeah. <laughs> she uh, literally said that exact words. Yeah, so, I listen all the time. She knew. Yeah. Um, That's how she knew that I was emotional and to get me a heart-shaped stone. Do you think interacting with cam girls is cheating? Ooh, yes. How so? Because um, you are having an intimate relationship with somebody else. Like porn, I don't think porn is cheating at all. But when but you if you're are... dedicated to a porn star mm-hmm. and you only watch their, you're having an intimate relationship. They're just not aware of it. Right, that's the point. They're not aware of it. So as long as if both parties are aware, then it's cheating. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you, um, you're like making a connection with that person. You're giving them money. You're conversing with them. It's definitely, definitely cheating. What a fun question to ask your partner. Like if you've never had that conversation, Gimpy? Uh, I'm with Sammy on that one for sure. Difference with porn is like you, you just said it. They don't know. You can be infatuated with that one person and they don't know it. With the cam girls, there's interaction there. From what I gather, um, you're on the web, you're on the camera. You guys can talk back and forth, chat or whatever. So you're building a connection there. And a lot of these cam girls are somewhat local. So it's like, hey, local Tulsa girl, let's meet up or whatever. They're, the opportunity yeah. is there. Good point. Opportunity. You have zero opportunity for a, a, a pro porn star. Um, I think it's cheating if your partner has said, I think it's cheating. Because some people don't think that stuff's cheating. Some people think looking at regular porn is cheating. Uh, but if it's me and I found out my wife was having a cam guy or cam girl relationship, where they every... Two o'clock on Fridays or whatever they do. Yeah, that would be disappointing. I would think of that as cheating. Uh, Let's go to the phone. And Travis is on. Hi, Travis. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good. Good. So I just caught the tail end when y'all were talking about Gimpy's uh, medical expense from the bike uh, accident. And I was just curious about this because I had a debate with somebody about this not too long ago. Are you somebody that believes that if you don't have the income to pay for a medical bill, that it's acceptable to not pay for it or eventually file bankruptcy or something like that. Or even if it's a high bill, do you believe in still making the payments and I guess being responsible to pay that bill? Yeah. Pair that. Oh, I'm going to ask it again, but pair the question down. Simplify it. Okay. So are you somebody who believes to pay your medical bill even if it's a high like for instance we'll say 10 grand but you don't obviously make enough to pay that in one shot are you somebody that will make a payment arrangement or be like i can't afford this medical bill so i'm just not going to pay it sam yep i've had to pay multiple times i got a kidney infection when i was like 20 years old that messed up my credit that i ended up having to pay off and for my surgeries that the VA was supposed to pay for that they didn't. There's a bunch of random medical bills that I've had to pay for, and yes, I paid them off. Uh, Gimpy. I I used to be the guy that's like, you know, let it ride seven years. That stuff will fall off or file bankruptcy. I have learned as I've gotten older in time, it's best just to go ahead and pay it off and set up a payment plan because that stuff will catch up to you eventually. Not everything goes and can fall under a bankruptcy. Sometimes they get you caught up in a garnishment and then you end up paying anyway. 
So why not? In a just, not convenient way. Exactly. So why not yeah. just, you know, set it up to make it convenient for you, whether it's, you know, $50 a month or $500 a month, they'll still take money regardless. Yeah. And I don't think medical bills, you can't file bankruptcy. I think it's student loan and medical bills, you can't file bankruptcy mm. under. Uh, I am a believer of you provided a service. I should pay you for that service. Right. What about you, man? Uh, same as you just said. If they provided a service, then you pay for such service. And that's the way I've always thought. Even if it takes you 10 years to pay off a medical bill, depending on how expensive it is, I feel the same way. That this this money that I'm paying towards, if, and my understanding is that all medical bills hopefully go to like paying wages, salaries, things like that. And um, even though doctors make a ton of money and you know the medical practice is extremely expensive, that is going towards somebody else's well-being. And for me to just say, oh, I'm not going to pay it after I was provided a service and say, no, I'm just not going to do that, I think that's wrong. Right on, man. Well, I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you. Y'all too. All right. See you later. Uh, Kim Jong-un's net worth is $5 billion. Putin's net worth is $131 billion. And Trump is only worth $3.7 billion. I mean, I guess. Yeah, but the thing about- It's just on the internet. They're just saying it. I don't... I don't know if any of that's true. Yeah, but you can't attri- you can't back it up, right? Like Kim Jong Un, mm-hmm. I can't go. Well, he was in these movies. I know they were quite successful, and <laughs> right. they sold a lot of toys, mm-hmm. right? When it comes to people like this, it's I don't. It's not like you know um, Boone Pickens, and he had all these oil. You know what I mean? Like it's I can't equate what it's worth. Donald Trump, you can a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather be locked in for maybe 10, 15 years and get. What is that? Three point seven billion or whatever, as opposed to being locked in for twenty-five to thirty years and the chance that you may die if you piss him off because you didn't make the bed the right way. That's where I'm at. Uh, what was your last YOLO moment? What was your last YOLO moment? Mm. Oh, um. So my mom had um peepers surgery and she had to get one eye done each week and so the last time she stayed the night at my house I stayed up late with her and watched movies and I was like oh make the memories now while I can with her rather than being lazy and going to bed and getting my rest so that you know stayed up and watched like two lifetime movies with her Gimpy I can't really think of one anywhere. I mean we had talked about three ways the other day and telling that story, you know, you only live once, you might as well go ahead and do it. I want to say that was like the last time that anything that's come up is like, hey, you only live once, you might as well go out and have fun. So is a YOLO moment something crazy? Or is a YOLO moment where you gave, you had no caution? Well, I mean, what's the difference between those two? Those two. Well, one sounds fun, the other is not. <laughs> like, I would argue your last YOLO moment was you driving in the rain. Okay. Okay, like, whatever you that, only live yeah, once. Yeah, I guess you're right. That that could be interpreted like that. Yeah, the one that's popping in my brain was I canceled some plans to do stuff with friends and spent time with my girls. Mm-hmm. You only live once. You only live once. I. It's a very we. I think it's up to people's definition of that mm-hmm. word, phrase, Acronym. few words together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what emoji best represents you, Sam? Um, the kissy face one. That's the one I send the most. That represents you the most? Mm-hmm. You don't send me kissy face. Because that's not appropriate. Yeah, right, but <laughs> how does that represent? I think that's, okay, I don't know. 
Gimpy. I don't use emojis, so I really don't know which one to pick. I mean, uh, a smiley face, I think, is the one that I use the most. But you look at me like, you sent me an emoji before. I feel like you've sent an emoji before. I might have, but I don't do it that often enough to be like, this is the one. The eggplant one represents me the most, which we know isn't true. But still, I don't use emojis that often enough, to. So I'm just going to go ahead and say the smiley face. I'm just looking to see when was the last time I even got an an emoji. There's dead people. That's blood. (laughs) The hand. (laughs) It's not appropriate for me to tell you on the radio. Man. (laughs) Are these all for me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't have an emoji, so you're right. Yeah. I didn't go through our group text, but yeah, I don't have an emoji from you. An emoji that represents me best. Um, I'm going to say the laugh out loud one. I don't know all the emoji ones. You see, that's the that's where I'm at. I know the smiley face because I've used it before, and that's about it. I think I send my wife the most emojis, and it's usually the mustache creepy guy. Yeah, or the crying with tears. That oh, like in your recents. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now with the iPhone update, you can send the custom ones of you doing it. Oh, that's cool. Oh, like the bitmojis or whatever those are? Yes. Yeah. Like, it, it looks like me, so that's the one that you send. So Al, that's like Allie's. Oh, okay, yeah. I have one of those made of me, too. And, I, yeah, I don't know. Eggplant, I guess, to be funny. <laughs> Pizza, maybe. Uh, someone sending a text. You live every day. You'd only die once. Thank you for the explanation <laughs> of YOLO. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you allow your significant other to watch porn? Sam, it's going to be our last one. Yes. Totally fine with it. Gimpy. Sorry, I was on a line there. So what was that again? Um, Mine is, yeah, I'm fine with her. I don't tell my wife what to do. Get it. Watch whatever porn you want. She wants to watch porn. I don't care. Yeah. It's no big deal. What kind of dictator are you if you're like, no, you can't watch that? I mean, some people are, I don't know if it's a dictator. It's some people going, I'm not comfortable with it. Mm. If, as long as you're okay with them having that feeling, then what's the matter? I don't know. I don't like you looking at other people naked. All right, I, mean, I only I want you to see my things. D. <laughs> Some people, they mean that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Have you seen all the thing about the Joker movie? Yeah, it looks and good. It does look good, but they're saying uh, there was a warning that it could instigate mass shootings. Oh, jeez. And I'm not sure what the formula is that would instigate it. Because my understanding of the movie is Joaquin Phoenix right. is a troubled individual mm-hmm. trying to be a comedian, not very awkward, gets a chance, like gets some attention somehow, but uses his attention for evil 
not good. Mm-hmm. And that's that. That's the gist of the movie. It's like you're seeing the prequel of the Joker. That's the way that I understand the movie. Is that the way you understand it, Sam? Uh, yeah, but he uh, he's like not liked by everybody when he becomes famous, right? That's what I took away from it. Isn't it's not like he got attention for being good. He got attention for being awkward and like not good. The trailer shows people in the crowd with clown masks on, alluding to me that people liked him. Mm. Yeah. Why else would you dress like somebody if you didn't like him? Yeah, maybe I read that wrong. The host, played by De Niro of that talk show, I don't think likes him. Mm. Okay, maybe that's what it was. But I'm not sure how it would instigate. Because here's the thing. This is how simple it is in my wee brain. If it is that simple to show a movie that could instigate shootings, then show only movies after that instigate happy stuff. You know what I think about why they feel this Joker movie will cause mass shootings? The Aurora, Colorado, man. Wasn't that bat was a Batman Begins or Batman Returns? One of the Batman the movies. Dark the Dark Knight. It was one of the Batman movies. Okay. I don't understand the correlation. And, well, okay, so um Besides that the Joker is from Batman. Like right. besides that, I don't understand the correlation. That's it. That's really it. The Batman movie, Joker's associated with the Batman, right? Batman movie, guy crazy guy goes in, shoots up a theater, right? And that was the last Batman movie that came out. Right? No, there was No, there were more after that? Yeah. Okay. I don't keep up with them, so I really don't know. That's but what I'm the, saying is that like that makes no that that's not you're right. I, I don't know. That makes no sense to me that it has to do with Batman. Right. Why else? What? Why else wouldn't we have any after any of those other movies were made? Maybe it's because Joker is such a, a heinous. That's like saying a, a movie about character. schools mm-hmm. shouldn't have. You know, the, the, a movie about a school would inst- instigate shootings. I don't know. Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense. What makes more sense is a movie like The Purge would incite some kind of mass shooting or riot or something like that. And why do you think that? Well, because that's what the basis of the movie is about. You know, you've got 24 hours to go and, you know, commit crime, murder, 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 whatever. So I could see how people could, you know, watch that movie and then be like, well, hell, The Purge can do it, so can I, and then go out and kill, kill, kill. Kill, kill, kill. So here is... So, yeah, thanks. So here is... The, the story. Maybe. Here's the story. To the index of other news and the warning tonight about the new Joker movie, Army officials at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, are alerting soldiers about a possible threat of mass shootings at theaters showing the film. Texas law enforcement telling them about potential threats made on social media, but no specific plot. So, is there, so then it has nothing to do with the movie? It has to do with possible threats? And why that movie? <laughs> what about that abominable snowman movie that's coming out with the kid? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Is it supposed to be a big movie that would warrant that? Warrant a mass shooting? No, 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 no. Like a lot of people will be going. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I think it's going to be a blockbuster. I see that because there's several things here. It's it's part of the Batman franchise. Mm-hmm. 
it's a different kind of Joker, you mm-hmm. know. We we only know Joaquin Phoenix from a few things. Most of it is from Walk the Line, right? I'm sure he's I know he's been in other stuff, but most of it from Walk the Line. So it's like, all right, so here you got this cat with a hair lip who's going to be the Joker. Well, hell, I like Batman. Let's see what this is about. I could see that why it's a big. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, is he's a big celebrity. Of course, people. I'm just saying, what's over any other celebrity having a movie? Mm-hmm. They've, the art, I read another article that said they're not going to let interviewers on the red carpet. They're only going to allow photographers because, uh, I guess, of potential questions about the violent nature of the movie. Can mm. a movie be too violent? Sam? Gimby? Um, so, the like, I remember that movie, The Green Inferno or something like that, and it was about cannibalism, and people in the theaters were watching it, and it made them throw up because the scenes were too graphic. So I feel like there can be... there. There can be too much, a scene can be too graphic, but I don't think it could be too violent. Uh, it, it really, it depends on the person. If you I'm ask me, you. I know, I know you're asking me. I'm just saying for me personally, no, I don't think it could be too violent. Short of, you know, raping and murdering children. Oh my God. I don't think that it could be too violent. Okay. But you get those pansies in the world that's like oh i can't i can't take this it's too much i don't i don't think movies can be too violent and I, if people love rape movies and someone puts a rape movie out i'm not gonna go watch it it doesn't i don't that doesn't cater to me mm-hmm. but there's a lot of movies that don't cater to me would a movie theater maybe have a hard time carrying it because of you know Morals and standards, sure, and mm. ethics, but I don't know. It's it's it's. Ugh. I'm saying so, this. It's art, so it, it can be anything. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it's good. So, like, just looking at this list of like most violent movies ever made, right? Natural Born Killers is on this list. Horribly violent movie, right? Didn't make me want to go out and commit mass murder. I don't think that there is any movie that could make you. Do something that you didn't already want to do. Let's let's okay. rephrase let's rephrase the question. Has there ever been a movie to motivate you to do anything? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Whether it's maybe you saw Forrest running and you maybe you want to go run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe it's a movie like Castaway. Coincidentally, another Tom Hanks movie where he, you know, you take your family not, not as gra- for granted as you did. Before you saw the movie, because you never know, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, one could argue that movies do make you do things that you had no idea you were going to do. Uh, no, I feel like they can influence you, but they can't make you do anything. Okay, okay. Well, right. No, they can't. For lack of a better term, put a gun to your head and make you no, do but something. My point is that, like, if influence you, is what we're talking if, about. But yeah. if you weren't, if it's not in your heart to go kill people or to go shoot people, then I don't feel like any violent movie, you couldn't make me go see a violent movie that would then make me want to shoot people. Right. Again, let's simplify it. Has a movie ever influenced you to do something you didn't think you were going to do going into the movie? Um, The answer is yes. Yeah, yeah, of course. So then why is it only positive things that it can do? And not negative things. I don't know, because maybe it's easier to be positive than it is negative. Says the you. consequences. It's way easier to be negative. The maybe, human the way the human brain works, it's more easy to be negative. Maybe it's the consequences then. I don't know, mm. but I just there's I can't see a world where 
like there could be any content that I consume that then would make me be okay with shooting people. Yeah, but you don't even like holding a gun. Yeah. So we're really not talking about like, what about, okay, like if a movie had where like you had a lot of pugs, Mm -hmm. you might go in going, I don't want a pug, but leave there wanting a pug because that movie influenced you. Yeah. Where me, I could care less. Right? And there's no way that movie's ever... Do you see what I'm saying? But so somebody on the fringe of whatever the message is, maybe it could push them over. Yeah. Because I think probably with, like, like more positive things, with, like, getting a puppy, it doesn't hurt my moral code where killing somebody would, that there's, like, a hard line in the sand that I wouldn't change my morals because of a movie. Right, because your personality caters more to pugs than being angry at the world. Mm Mm-hmm. But someone who's the opposite of that would maybe go to the pug movie, not be influenced to want a pug, but uh-huh. might want to hurt some people. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> so you it, can be influenced, then maybe. I don't know. That you, but that you already have that in you. Right. You're already There's a, a killer. You're already okay. There. Yeah, you would already be okay with killing somebody. It wouldn't be a movie that would make you do a 180. Okay, so then the question is, uh, is should they pull products, movies, TV shows, music that push people over the edge because it's already in them? Mm. Then you might as well just, yeah, I was going to say sit down, here's a book. But even books, any form of entertainment can push you into that realm right there that that, that Sam's talking about. And I feel like you can't police that because it's so specific that you're going to police it for a billion people. But there's like one person that might actually maybe possibly act on it if the right circumstances yeah. and all these other things. But that's what we do. One bad apple spoils the bunch. And uh, we don't have speed limits because everybody speeds. Yeah, but I, I, we don't have murder laws because everybody murders. Yeah, but I feel like with saying that a movie would influence you to do that is like way more dramatic. It than was an, speeding. It was an odd story that is still getting traction mm-hmm. that it's causing those problems. I don't necessarily believe in that stuff, but. Because to me, if that were true, then just, you know, funnel in happy stuff so we can all be happy as ass. I still want to see the Joker. <laughs> I want to see it, too. He looks good. I want to see it, too. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show oh, yeah. is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Going to find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show. Start with Sam. Sam, what did you learn today? Uh, that Corby has a wet wood problem. <laughs> and that he just wants to know if Cherry got the pizza all right. That's all he wants to know. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Uh, I learned that don't change the table at a restaurant. They got it there for a reason. And that incontinence is the next thing on Corbin's list of depreciation. Truth. <laughs> Believe me, if I could get away with wearing a diaper all day, oh, they yuck. make them slimming now so it doesn't look like you're wearing a diaper. Oh, remember and they have the lacy ones? And stylish. Oh, yeah. yeah. The colors. <laughs> And stylish, which, you know, is always something that doesn't get taken into account enough <laughs> right? on uh, whether you should be wearing a, a diaper as an adult. I promise I just won't change them in the restaurant. Right. <laughs> I'll wait until... Excuse me, I got to change my husband's diaper. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. up on the table. Just, oh, my God, that would be amazing. Corby's feet just kicking <laughs> to the booth. 
Uh, I also learned that uh, $36 refund for a $2 pork mm. breakfast item <laughs> seems like a pretty great deal to me. Mm-hmm. For real. Uh, and I also learned that uh, you can be allergic to pork. I, I had no idea. Apparently a tick causes it. Thanks you to our expert listeners. Uh, it's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. I'm Seaman Sam, and this is for Mother. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total douchebag. Total Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. (laughs) God bless Tulsa. Matthew Sweet was like one of my first like singer-songwriter sugary pop music bands that are artists. I was like, wow, there's like people that just write their own songs and do their own thing. Mm-hmm. They're not in a band. Right. Like like uh, like uh, Garth Brooks. He's country. It's quite common. Yeah. Yeah. You got just uh, the front man and then the five guys standing behind him. Yeah. But when I was young, like Huey Lewis in the news. Right. Kiss. Yes. N.W.A. Right. Pantera. Bands, bands, bands. Eric Clapton, even to me, wasn't a solo. Eric Clapton was Cream, right? Like he, okay. okay. He was the Yardbirds. Like, he was this thing, mm-hmm. and he did that after. I didn't know people could just do that. Right. Just do their own thing. You have yeah. to have a group of people to play with. Yes. Yeah, this is bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. That was one of my big opening moments. It's crazy how much music has played a giant influence in my life. I look at my kids sometimes and think about, I wonder if music will play a big part of their life. Yeah. Because they may think it's stupid. Right. Everybody has a a soundtrack. I don't think so. I think Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people that do not know much about music. I think there are a lot of people that don't care about music. They know it's there, but... It's just background noise for them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those people are dumb. I've I don't know if they're dumb. I'm just curious what feeds that, their life. That doesn't. I've never met anybody that's like, eh, I just hate, I don't like music. Yeah, yeah, I'm with her on that one. People that yeah, I'm just not into movies. I just don't like books. But I've never met anybody that's like, yeah, I just don't like. I don't like music. Yeah, there are. I've met people like that, or they have one song that has a memory to them, and that's the only song they know. There are people that don't know who Metallica is. Those people, right? No, Ugh. I no, I get it. But I'm saying that like. There are people that your favorite band. They have people that don't know who that is, right? And that's not like you're a hipster. You know music. That's it's people. Not their just, people they just don't care. Mm. People just don't care, or they don't have time, and they get filled up with other things, and they just 
it's not on their radar of things to take care of. I literally take time every week and look at music charts and see what music is out there. Really? Sam will tell you, I'll read music sales for the week to her and tell you where stuff is or when I'm surprised. I know she doesn't care like I do. Right. But I'm curious if Tool is still a big selling album. Right. Yeah, I don't get into like the charts and whatnots like that is where you're at. And, and when I was DJing, though, I was because I needed the newest music to be playing in the clubs or whatever. So I would go and check the charts then and listen to it and be like, all right, that's cool. I can play that. But not like not to that degree, quite like yourself, where it's just a you know normal everyday thing. Every Tuesday mm-hmm. I do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I just like to see what's out there. What's what's going on? What's the big what's the big to do? What the children talking about? Right, right, right. That's <laughs> At what the club. The whole point of the radio was is like that's how I got all my new music. Right, yeah. Was when it come out and it's played on on air, and I'm like, holy shit, awesome! I need to get this, or I need to I need to hit record next time that uh, they play it or whatever. Nowadays, you you know, YouTube, Twitter, it's already out there before anybody else gets it. Well, and there's been so many artists that have proven you don't need that avenue. Mm-hmm. To be successful. Right. Lizzo was more successful before she ever had a song on the radio. Oh, okay. I have no idea who that is, but okay. You, you we, do. I've played it. Okay. She's a big black girl that uh, oh, okay. plays yeah, the yeah. flute. Yeah, I know you're talking about. You played that one uh, like yeah. last month or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, God damn, she's got a voice on her. Well, yeah. there's, there's an example of I saw that happening, mm-hmm. like growing before it ever became mainstream that doesn't make me cutting edge that means i'm just telling you the resource i use Mm -hmm. to try and see where things are i I used to care about that like like i don't know when i was in the navy i really cared about like knowing all the up-to-date like rap songs and Mm -hmm. would play them in my shop and like that's how people discover new music was through me and i used to take a lot of pride in that and really care about that and Mm. i guess i just never just didn't keep up with it i do it just because i like music so Two examples, Lizzo, I think that her stuff's ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. Billy Eilish, I don't get. <laughs> Eilish? Eilish? <laughs> Who yeah. is Fuck, that I don't know. Bobby Eilish? <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> she's got a couple songs, I'm like, wow, she can really sing. Mm-hmm. And then she's got a couple songs, I'm like, is she singing or mumbling? I don't know what's happening. Oh, that's the new thing nowadays, was it the mumble rap or whatever? That sounds so, you sound uh, so old saying yeah. that. Right? Well, I'm okay that's with that. That's the it. new thing, like, because a I'm handful okay of it. fucking people do it. Yeah. It's like, that's the new thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with sounding old. Once Snoop Dogg and 50 Cent release a video making fun of mumble rappers, you're uh, t- uh, t- over. Here's one for you. <laughs> I saw this headline this week. Let's see if I can remember it. Snoop Dogg's grandson killed great-grandson? Yeah, I think Snoop Dogg's great-grandson killed in grandson's hands. Damn. Yeah. Damn, Snoop. Oh, I mean, Snoop's great-grandson. I mean, he's still guilty by association. He's a great-grandpa. That's crazy. That's scary like that's to think about, right? Yeah. Agreed. Not really. So if he had a kid at 16. Okay. Right? And then his kid had a kid at 16. Right, because... And then his kid... Like, <laughs> it's not that far. It's not that impossible anymore. <laughs> Great Grampy Snoop, though, just doesn't seem right, though. <laughs> I mean, he could be 32, 48, right? Yeah. How old do you think he is? Snoop Dogg? Yeah. Ow, he is... He is uh, 47 years old. I was going to say 51. Snoop Dogg is 47 years old. Damn, look Good at job. that. Boom. That weed osmosis knowledge. <laughs> right, right, it's right. in the weed. Yeah. It's you in just the weed. smoke it and it's like the, the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> right. It's just seven degrees back to Snoop. It's the 420 degrees of Snoop Dogg. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. 
Artie Lang, Artie Lang recently did this interview. He's out of rehab, and he was talking about um, doing drugs and some of the crazy things he's done to get high. And that he one time he knew he had made it when he went to go buy drugs, and there was a heroin named after him. But the marquee on the board on the outside the venue was spelled wrong his name, but on the on the heroin it was spelled right. Hmm. Wow! And so he was like, "Whoa." He knew that that was not a good, he wasn't no. in a good place in his life. No, no. <laughs> it didn't stop him. He, he still got high as hell. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having a strain of weed named after me, but I think once you're stepping into the heroin side of life, it's like, well, that's a little too much. That's just me, though. That's just me. I think that's a pretty safe statement that anybody would be fine with a weed being named after mm-hmm. them, but not heroin. Yeah. I think that's pretty safe. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Because you wouldn't want a beer named after you. A beer? Oh, yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind a beer. A beer, I a sandwich. A beer or, or I'd a, like to make a beer and have a beer, but uh-huh. not like go so goes like I have a beer I've made. Right. But I I don't want know if I want a beer named after me. Mm, I think that's a pretty high honor, you yeah. know, and because if somebody was like, "Hey, I like you. You're awesome. I'm going to name my next beer after you, and we're going to market it. And we're going to sell it. It's going to be the Corbin P. You know, Pilsner, the Corbin Pilsner." Yeah, but they only want to do that to either A, take advantage of you, or B, tack off of your image or brand or name, right? Yeah, that's fair to say. I'm that's the fine only with re- that. I'm <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not complaining at all whatsoever. I'm not. I don't want to do that association. I'm still able to say, I have a beer named after me. You can get it at the Quick Trip. Right. Or liquor store or My whatever. face is on that can. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, all right, here. Would you rather? Would you rather have a beer or a weed named after you mm-hmm. or a charity named after you? God damn. <laughs> I'm a Listen, dick if I say beer and weed. No, you're already a dick because you already mean that. Not, by yeah, saying you can't what you say do, anything. Yeah, by right. what you, doing what you did alludes you don't want to, you'd rather have the weed or beer named after I, I would not no wrong mind answer. a charity, but uh, yeah, I'd, I'd much I rather have mind. a strain fucking or a beer named after Ooh, me. <laughs> I would rather have a beer or weed named after me, but part of the profits go to a charity. Hey, oh, look at that. Oh. Yeah. I would rather a charity named after me. Because <laughs> A beer or weed will never last, right? So I mean, you. ultimately, most mint. No, they would just won't, mm-hmm. right? Because your name will fall off. Ah, uh, okay. Unless right? it becomes legend, like Purple Kush, R- right? Or there's some strand. Right. Purple Kush isn't named after a person. Though. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that it's a household name that is that strand is right. that it could be that good that right. you know no one could know in 50 years who Gimpy is, yeah. but it would be the Gimp weed. She's got a perfect, perfect thing right there because uh, Grape Ape, Grape Ape, a fucking cartoon character yeah. from the 70s, hasn't been relevant in decades, right? But he's still a household name because of the. Because of the ganja. Yeah. yeah. Statistically, <laughs> it's fucking impossible <laughs> for something brand-wise to last mm-hmm. that long named mm-hmm. after somebody. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but even right? I wonder how long charities stay. Charities, She's got a point there. Charities do because they help the community. It's not. It's what the charity does. At least it's that's not what the they, name. They mm. want you to believe it helps the community, right? Lou mm. Gehrig's been dead for a while. Yeah, but <laughs> his those, disease okay. is still hanging out. I think about this too because, like, on Dateline and stuff, at the end of whatever 2020 Dateline, any murder show, they are always like, "Oh, we made a scholarship in this person's name, or this charity in this person's name," mm-hmm. and I always think about. How long did that last mm. until they're no longer giving out scholarships or that charity is no longer around? Because right. when something is fresh and somebody died, especially if they died in a tragic, you know, murderous way, they you want to donate money, do all you can, you know, spread yeah. the good around. But then in 50 years after 
you're not mourning the person as much if that is still around. So I wonder yeah. how many of those charities or scholarships like drop off after that. Sure. Scholarships are different though, right? Scholarships need some sort of funding for it to happen. Two examples. We had a scholarship here for two children whose father worked here died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And once they went to college, we were done. The scholarship was over. Mm-hmm. Right. There, there was no, rather than, you know, the, um, the Sam Crossan abortion clinic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good car. Sam, I'm sorry, the Sam Crossan save the babies clinic or whatever mm-hmm. the thing is. That could, I mean, everybody's babies are going to need help all the time. Oh, okay. But well, so for like the Dateline stuff, they, they're giving out a scholarship in that person's name every single year. And so you're saying that like, because any charity would need funded. Even an abortion can, clinic would need funded. Scholars, <laughs> yeah, scholarships can go away at any time. Okay, what right? charities aren't as easy? Charities aren't as easy because they usually serve the community. In short, let's say the charity is for home, you know, h- hunger. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be people that are hungry. Hmm. So the the chances of a hung of a charity sticking around longer than a scholarship, yeah, is if higher. I, if I die, I want there to be at least three years of scholarships in the bank to help. Really? Three years? Yeah. For who? Um, whoever exemplifies me as a person. What does they that always mean? say? That's what they always say. They give it to the most deserving. So what person would be that, those categories that the person would have to exemplify? Oh, they're in? just like you know, wonderful, lovable. They like puppies. You know, they're good buddies, kind person that cares with their heart. And ooh, maybe there should be like a, a, a fix my tifas fund that like just help people that need their tifas fixed. <laughs> so it's like a scholarship for your mouth. <laughs> Because there are so many different scholarships. And so, like, there's the prom guide's cutest couple scholarship. Mm -hmm. The American Board of Funeral Service Education National Scholarship. Stuck at prom scholarship. There's weird college scholarships out there. You can have one for any reason. Hmm. In um, high school, it was our DECA teacher. She taught a class in four whatever, half the semester, your only job was to go online and apply to the most random scholarships. Like a lot of places, they just like, oh, 250 word essay or whatever. And that class, all you did was apply a scholarship because there's so much scholarship money out there. You just have to know where to look and where to apply. And a lot of places, people don't know where to apply or think like, oh, I'm not going to get it when they're, you know, scholarship number 5,000 402. Yeah. Right, just because it's not some fancy name or whatever. Mm-hmm. It comes from some fancy foundation. You're Here, like, I don't want that. Here's an example. The Create a Greeting Card Scholarship. $10,000. All they want you to do is create a greeting card. That's it? Yeah. Here's another one. The Hiram College Hal Reichel Scholarship. Scholarship is offered to the sweet and quirky secret society of the serendipitous services to Hal or SSSH dedicated to anonymous good deeds it's awarded to students who are dedicated to community service, just like the namesake. So literally, if it's <laughs> such bullshit, if you if I do an anonymous good deed, how am I how are you going to prove I did it? Right, because uh, it's anonymous. Yeah, true. Hmm. Yeah, and you got to be quirky. They said. Yeah, well, I'm. I'm <laughs> you get denied a scholarship because you're not quirky enough. It's we be don't see you have Zoe Deschanel douche enough in you. Do you think you could have a headband or some hipster band that you listen to? They give a list of some of the anonymous good deed ideas: mm-hmm. wash someone's car, weed someone's garden, cut someone's grass, 
give a fifty dollar tip to a bag boy at a grocery store. Get the absolute fuck out. You ain't getting fifty dollars. <sighs> you get nine five. Buy someone's gasoline while they're filling up with their car. That's Drop wonderful. off a bag of groceries on someone's doorstep. But that, that, that's if the, I got a bag of groceries, I'd throw it away. Because you don't know if it's tainted. I don't know, know what's in it. True. Uh, how are you supposed to prove this, though? Do you have to have somebody film you weeding somebody's garden or mowing their lawn? No, it's anonymous. That's the thing, though. So why? I've done all the, these things. I'm going to go anonymously. Do I have to be going to school to get the money? Yes. Probably. Uh, can it just Usually be they, some made-up fucking school? <laughs> I mean, these are made-up fucking things. <laughs> Like what school? Well, I don't know. The, the Gimpy Bag of Doucher, the Gimpy sure, School of Douchery. Sure, sure, the uh, Gimpy McGee School of Botany, where you learn to grow Skull fucking of weeds. Botany? School of Botany. <laughs> isn't that what it is? Botany, that's the uh, that's the plants and whatnots, isn't it? Yeah, fuck it, whatever. Good enough for me. So we don't learn much. We just get high. Scholarships can be anything. It's all just it's all just a fucking joke. God, that's awesome. It I, is awesome. Y- like, 100%, Gimpy, you should have your kids doing this for their college fund. Right? Like, just Googling and applying. Like, I wish probably my dad would have made me do it more. I only got two scholarships, and they're for random bullshit through that class. <laughs> how, how much money did you get? Uh, one of them was for three grand, and the other one was for 1500 And how, what did you do with that money? Like, did they, uh, cut a che- did they cut a check to you? No, it was to the U of A. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. didn't see any of it. They're just like, cool, now, instead of owing us... Whatever, fifteen grand. You only owe us fourteen. I wish I would have done. It. I didn't apply for any scholarships. I wish yeah. I would have done it. There's money that goes unclaimed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll, I, I'm, I will never forget the French teacher in my high school saying that you should. Everybody should write one. At the time, I was like, je ne sais quoi. Uh, I remember her saying women should especially do it because there was like Betty Crocker ones. Mm-hmm. Betty Crocker scholarships ju- for females only. Right. Yes, get Just it. Just sitting out there, $500. And her point was, listen, $500 here, $500 there. Right. It adds, it adds up. Mm-hmm. It's $500 less you got to pay interest on. And like now, especially with online, like there's so, there the reaches mm-hmm. that you don't have to, like you don't even have to do that much work. You can copy and paste most of the bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I think you have to not copy and paste. I think no. They, I'm talking about like your, you know, your address, like how you're talking about oh, sending oh, it in oh, and all oh, that just stuff. Filling out the yeah. information. No, now had, it's not even that. Right. I we typed. I yeah. we had a typewriter in my house. I typed. I took typing that. class in school. Like yeah. literally, like that's how I learned to type on a keyboard. Was that way. That's fun. We had keyboarding class because it was right at, you know, typewriters are out, computers are now coming in. So a keyboarding class. And I'll never forget. I was a sophomore in high school and my teacher looked at me. She's like, you don't be able to do this? Well, yeah, we'll figure it out. Don't worry. Because of my hands. Sure. She wasn't quite sure if I was going to be able to type like a normal person. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. She she wasn't concerned whether you could do it. She didn't know how to teach you other than the way of the four fingers... Right, you know? right, because I remember those little uh, printouts or whatever on yes. like what letters are she supposed didn't know to be how, on which. What to do? Yeah, yeah. So I had to adapt and overcome. Do you? You don't type with both hands. I do. You do? I do, and I can do. It's like a hundred and something words a minute. Whoa! What? No, 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 no way! No, it's no, less way. Than that. no It's no. way less than that. Oh, I'm gonna have to take the test because when I was working That's for two words a second, bro. When I was working for Directv, they made you take one of those, and it's letters, isn't it? Letters. Those words. 120 words per minute. 
uh, something like that. It was a lot. It was it was you had to reach a certain certain threshold to even work for these people, or whatever. And now, granted, I had to take the test a couple of times, and you know, to finally pass it. But yeah, I mean, I'm, my typing skills are pretty on point. I have to. I'm sure I can dig up a typing. Typing test Dude, out there somewhere. I would be floored if it was 120 words Let's see what I can't find out and come up with something. Because I'm sure, yeah, I know there's typing tests out there online that you could do. And yeah, I'm interested to see how far. Because that was, that was 2000, 99, 99-2000 when I took that test. Fresh out of high school, starting, you know, trying to get the real jab or whatever, not working, you know, fast food anymore. Do I can bang think- the keys fast, but that doesn't mean I'm making words. Right, right. And- also, if you misspell stuff, they don't count the entire word. You are absolutely right. If there's mistakes or whatever, that mm-hmm. says you have mistakes or whatever it is. But yeah, yeah, I had to take it a couple times, but I finally got it. Yeah, I was trying to think back. The to- average person, <laughs> the average person types between thirty-eight and forty words per minute. Okay, well, I'm probably wrong, you know, on so Characters, far as the exact number, one hundred ninety and two hundred per minute, and that maybe that's what it is. So far, I mean, I'm just getting the, the verbiage wrong. But I remember I had to take a stupid typing test. A and professional was typist number. types at 65 to 75 words per minute. Okay. Because I remember 80 being like stellar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you said 120 or whatever, yeah, maybe like, it is characters or whatever. Maybe it is characters. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I can remember. Dude, that was like 20 years we ago. We had typewriters. Mm-hmm. And then because computers were coming in, there was like four, and they were called word processors at the time. Mm -hmm. They weren't computers. Mm -hmm. Word processors. And so you had to work so many days on that, and then you had to rotate in to work on a word processor. Mm -hmm. But you, we learned on typewriters primarily. God damn. I can't even think of the last time that I laid hand on a typewriter. Elementary school? I have two. Do you really? I have two typewriters. Two functioning typewriters at at your house. I believe so, yes. Interesting. I don't think I've gotten rid what, of them. What for? They were my dad's. Mm. Well, that makes sense. I've got an old fucking sewing machine that used to be my grandma's, and my mom, uh, you know, took it, and then now it's mine sitting in, in storage. Yeah. Am I ever going to use it? No. You never know, man. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Next thing I need, next time I need to make a costume or something. Apocalypse. <laughs> Electric right. magnetic pulse. Besides that, right. you're going to be the one we need clothes from. Right. When we can't get shipping from China anymore. <laughs> right. You got Gimpy oh, no. with his needle and thread. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Stitching together he your clothes. He just fucks up everyone's shirts on purpose. Like, they're <laughs> right. all, the, the sleeves don't match because he's like, I'm seeking my revenge Whatever. for your Ross jokes my whole life. In eighth grade, we had home ec class. And I don't even know if they do home ec class anymore. More, but we had home ec class and I was like one of the only guys in home ec class because mm-hmm. my mom taught us how to cook and clean and do all that stuff at a young age. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds easy. And we did sewing and I, they didn't want you going fast, mm-hmm. right? When we had to make sweatshirts and I would go fast just cause I was a fucking boy right. and she was like, you're, that's not going to be right. And it was fine. Right. I got an A. So she, cause I was the model. She put me on the serger. You know what a serger is? That's a big-ass fucking sewing machine. It's a sewing machine that does multiple strands of thread at the Mm -hmm. same time cutting excess material off. That creates the edge. That's a serger does that type of edge Mm. on your clothing. Yeah. And so I remember being like, oh, shit, now I'm in over my head. (laughs) Because I had sewed my mom sewer, fucked around, but I was like, uh, and I did the same thing and totally jammed a needle into my hand. Damn, (gasps) son. Damn. So... Yeah, my, I didn't get an A in that part. My grandma, she used to make like uh, for 
different businesses. She'd work from home. She made like car seat covers and shit. They'd send her the materials, whatever. You just had to put them together. And she had one of those serger things in the back room, took up fucking the entire mm-hmm. room, you know, and her and my aunt swap on and off, go back and forth sewing shit. It was either the sewing machine. I'm trying to think of the most re- ridiculous that we totally don't use now. So the a sewing machine, which my I know they people some people have them, but a sewing machine and an air popper, air an popper. air popcorn popper were like the two big luxuries in our oh, home. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> an you air popper, in and, you put, and then the hot air <laughs> pops the popcorn and yeah. fa- falls into a bowl. Yeah. Ah. Oh yeah, that was one of the great inventions of the eighties. And you could put a <laughs> stick of butter on the top, and the hot air would mel- melt the butter, and it would drip onto the popcorn. Yeah, that was when we got tired of putting it in a pan of oil, a pot of oil. Yep, big pan. You know, and, and popping it that way. They're like, fuck, we got My dad there. would do it. My dad would do it. My mom would hate it because it would smell and burn. Like, oh, my God, Because yeah. you had to stay with it the whole time and, like, oh, yeah. do the thing. And my mom was like, it ruins the house smell every time. And so they come out with microwavable popcorn. What the fuck happens? It fucking burns every time, damn near. Doesn't? Mine doesn't. Yeah, well, they say to put it on there for, like, three minutes, whatever. If you ever follow the directions on the back of the popcorn bag, you end up burning it. So you got to, like, take it back, like, 30 seconds or whatever. It's silly. Mine has, my microwave has the popcorn sensor. I just hit popcorn and it. It always turns out perfect every time. Oh, how Jetsons of you. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> we had, I, I, I remember when you could cook a turkey in yeah. five minutes. <laughs> I remember when they had the uh, the popcorn popper with the globe thing you put on it, mm-hmm. and it had the little spinny thing in it, oh, yeah. and you put like special popcorn oil. Yeah. Weird shit that we don't do anymore. Yeah. I don't know. You, you literally don't see those anymore at all whatsoever no. because of the goddamn popcorn in a bag. Yeah, which yeah. is awesome. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I can't even remember the last time I've eaten popcorn in a bag. Really? Yeah. Right now in our house, white cheddar popcorn is the big to do. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody's eating. Hey, everybody. It sounds like I got a fucking <laughs> army. My girls and I, thats we snack on it like crazy. That's good shit. It's really good. Have you ever had white cheddar popcorn? Like the smart food ones. Okay, these are better than that. I'll bring you some tomorrow, and you'll go, holy shit, that's good. I love those. Oh, shit, you can't. I'm sorry. (laughs) That wasn't intentional. I didn't mean. Well, you can sit there and just pick all the kernels out and everything, and she can just, you know, suck on whatever the the fluffy part. Get all the white cheddar off. I'm so tired of soup. (laughs) You're so tired of sucking on the fluffy stuff. I'm so tired of sucking things to get some flavor. Have you been having soup? Is that what you've been having a lot of soup? Yeah, just a lot of soup and popsicles. (laughs) Jello. No, Bond I don't pops. like Jello. What? I don't like Jello. Pudding? I have had rice pudding. Yep. Just the rice. There's pudding, other huh? types of pudding. Yeah. Yeah, but I only like rice pudding. I don't like. Beggars can't be choosers, right I now. Know. Don't you think? <laughs> they, there's also at Whole Foods. There's this like super fancy French pudding that comes in like this glass container, and so I've just been so fucking desperate for a new something to eat yeah. that they're like. Three dollars for this like little thing, and I bought three of them yesterday. Because I was like, French pudding. Yeah. What's? I think pudding's a southern thing, isn't it? Yeah. This is until the French took it. Yeah. Fucking. Nah, it's they so much better. It. I don't know. <laughs> what uh, is it? Are you sure it's not yogurt? No, it's not yogurt. It's French pudding. It even <laughs> is says it French it, vanilla. Uh uh-uh. uh Nope. There's like salted caramel flavor. I will bring you. Listen. Oh, no, because I can't eat your popcorn. I was going to say, I'll bring you it tomorrow. I'll bring you one of these. It looks like a little jar of baby food, but it's these French puddings. They're super good. Is, it, is this it? Pity pot? Organic yes. French pudding? Yes. 
That top one. Okay. Yep. Oh my god, they're so good. They're really good. Okay. So that's been that's been my big luxury item since I can't chew things right now. <laughs> is the French pudding <laughs> that's slightly more expensive? I, I wanted to see what flavors. I have salted caramel, and then they even have a rice pudding one, but Whole Foods doesn't always carry that. So my favorite one is the vanilla and the salted caramel. Oh, God, I love it. I'm sorry. Pot de creme, so that's like chocolate. I don't like chocolate flavors. Madagascar vanilla. Mm Mm-hmm. Salted caramel. Mm -hmm. Lemon curd. Ooh. Rizzole. Oh, that's rice pudding. That's it. What the fuck? It's just pudding. What's so great about it? It I can't I don't know what to tell you. It's just like thicker and more silky than regular pudding. <laughs> <laughs> it's thicker and silkier at the same time. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> I'll try it though cuz I love yeah, stuff like that. I'll bring you on tomorrow and you'll thank me. They're so good. <laughs> well, they don't have butterscotch. Are your desserts no. unhealthy? This is one of their questions. Are your desserts unhealthy? They should not be. We believe in the good that comes from treating yourself in moderation and from eating good products weighed with few ingredients as possible. Ingredients you know and can picture. Each pot de creme is proportioned out to one serving about the equivalent of one serving of ice cream. Are you shitting me? That is not my serving of ice cream. They're little. Yeah, they're tiny. They're little, but they're delicious. And I would actually be sad if I found out they were healthy for me. At least I feel like Why? I'm being naughty. Why? Who cares? Because I, again, all I've had is like soup and I feel like this is a treat and I just, I like to feel like I'm getting treated. <laughs> I'm totally getting just that me? shit though. That looks delicious. It's right? really good. <laughs> totally looks good, man. Are you kidding me? For some reason, the flavor profile salted caramel reminds me of you, Corbin. I don't know why. I don't even know what that means or how I should interpret that. I don't know. It just does. It just reminds me of you. Thanks. Yeah. You're a salted caramel kind of guy. I'm I'm caramely complicated, but yet salty at the same time. I was going to say, Worcesters isn't a... That's butterscotch, right? That's not a caramel. Right. I was was, was trying to think, you know, draw the line. Maybe it's because you're old or whatever. There's a thin line between butterscotch and caramel, by the way. I... I have a dentist appointment today, and I'm praying that they are going to shoot my jaw and gums with a needle to numb it up. Why? Because it hurts so... I can't even tell you how bad my jaw throbs. Like, it hurts so bad. I just want it to be numb. Like, I feel dunzo after talking all morning. I'm sure. I just... I need it it to stop hurting. Yeah, just don't... I'm desperate. Just... I'll, I'll tell you the thing that I heard a doctor tell my wife. You may feel... It may. It's about protecting the procedure at this point, the repair. <laughs> it's not about your pain. It's about doing what you can to so you don't have to go through it again. Oh that that makes God. sense. So if you get numbed up, just understand you still need to protect the procedure and protect the repair. I hope that I'm. I've never begged for shots. I'm going to ask them to do something. Well, help! It'll be over soon. I know it. <laughs> Listen, it's only temporary. This will be over. This week has felt like a month. It, it, but it has not been. I know. It, it, it You haven't even had the procedure for seven days yet. Oh. It hasn't even been seven days. I, but seven days of soup feels like a month. It hasn't been seven <laughs> days is what I'm telling Six you. Six days of soup. It's not. It's, it's today's the sixth of the day. Oh, yeah. Actually. So technically it's only been five. Yeah. 
It's hard. I'm sure it's hard. It's hard and it hurts. Yeah. Corbin. I'm sure it does. It's miserable. I know, but it'll be over. I promise this time next week it won't feel like this. Yeah, then I'll be getting knocked out again to get the temporaries on off. God. <laughs> that won't hurt nearly as bad. No. And that's only a two hour procedure. But again, I'll be knocked out, so I won't know. Are they giving you Valium again? Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. Tell me you need an extra one. All right. No, so you for you. Like so you can take them both before you go under. Oh, just God. be stoned as By the fuck way, at work. Last <laughs> holy shit last Wednesday. You were on a fucking other planet. Yeah. I was during oh, our meeting. God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh my God. It was spectacular. I didn't know. Because you turn your back to us usually when we're talking, and then you turned around and it looked like you were, you know, we're out with Gimpy on a smoke break. <laughs> like <laughs> I feel good. Yeah, yeah maybe I'll awesome to double me up. Be like, I'm just super anxious <laughs> now. I know how bad it's gonna hurt, so we're gonna need to up the dosage, Doc. Uh, so listen, we've been getting emails from people wanting to come to the Millionth Podcast. I got your email. You don't need to email me again. You're in the queue. Mm-hmm. We'll be sending some information out here shortly for that on October 26th. Uh, so we'll let you guys know the details. So I, if you got an email, if you've already sent one, I've got it. I'm not replying to people going, got your email. Yeah. So just understand we'll get to that here shortly. So you guys have a, a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.